Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. I'm your host, Jack Holjeski. I'm your host, Robert Anderson. I'm your host, Diana DeMuro. And my name is Mike Burge and I'm also a host. And today, we, together as a team, have come together as hosts of this hot take of uh, the one you've been waiting for, we're everybody. Doing a, we're doing a visual gag where we're all touching our hands. We're this touching is hands. Is this is for, this is for all right, because you can't see that. No, they can feel it because Ooh. they know, they feel the energy in the room. <laughs> they feel us coming together as one, as a team. Our voices are probably reverberating off of our arms above the microphone as, as well. As a family. As a family. What movie do we see, everyone? Avengers. Infinity, Infinity War. Sick. Cool, that guy worked out. We, um, we also got to see the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer. Again. For the 18th time. <laughs> yes. I, which is still just as good as the first time that I watched it. That's it. Come on, get down with the sickness. It does sound like that. It sounds like down with the sickness. That is not what we're here to talk Why about does he today. He shake out his fist before he, he does Because he's wearing long um, sleeves and he's getting it. And it because he doesn't want to rip his shirt. Fucking thought, sounds cool. I don't know. Henry Cavill looks bolder. Dude, I thought he had bad wrists. If so you he was could, stretching if you could make, if you could make arthritis, yeah. Ooh. If you could make papa sounds every time you did that thing, you would just walk around doing that all the time. That, true. That is true. Okay. Shadowbox. Right. <laughs> but again, that is not what we are here to talk about today. Correct. We are here. We have been around the whole horn. We've done phase one. We've done a movie from phase one. We did some movies from phase two. We did a podcast on phase two. And you also did a podcast on phase three. And now we are here for the culmination. Ten years in the making. 18 films. One gajillion dollars in budgets. And two good, two thousand gajillion dollars in revenue. And one good Thor movie. And one good Thor movie. Correct. Ooh, ooh. You know, you guys are pretty hard on Thor 2, but we, that's not what we're here about. Oh, man. I, um, I still like the Loki action. It's all right. Um, <laughs> this is coming from the guy who thinks Unbreakable is boring. It is boring. Yeah. It's not. But it's, it's not pretty. It's not, it's not all right. Thor The Dark World is no, all right, but Unbreakable is right. just boring. I mean, Unbreakable is all right, too, oh, there but you it's go. boring. That's all I wanted. Thank I mean, you. Oh, no, that's good. I, I, I'm glad. We're a team. A we're a team go. now. We can do this. We're a team. We're a family. We already hit Civil War. We're already here. We did it. Yes. Uh, and, um, wow. Uh, so, I guess, <laughs> hosts, fellow hosts, co-hosts, what did you think <sighs> of Infinity War? We're not doing spoilers for the first half. No, right? no, 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 no. We'll, this is a hot take. Woo! So, okay, so, Mike Birds, welcome to Hot Takes. Um, I know mm. it's been a while, but for the first half of the podcast, you should know this as a co-host, we don't do any spoilers. We just kind of give our general free. impression of the movie, almost like a review, yeah. kind of. But like, yeah. you know, we chat. We chat about it. We talk it. You know, we chop it up. That sounds like fun. That's it's shit. pretty fun. It's fun. But then we come in part two after the break, after a quick <laughs> it's fits, and you're gonna like it when you hear it. We come back, and I tell you who the fuck dies. Instantly, the one person who dies in this movie—that do that that doesn't you. really sound like a uh, very good. That's not good. Uh, it's actually then, pretty and bad. Then for the all, radio. And then it's all spoilers uh, yeah. after that. So. The first half is usually good, and then that part happens. Kind of, kind of. We get past it. Smells like, uh, kind of has a air of uh, unprofessionality to it, in my opinion. Oh, a you're, you're a host. You're allowed to do whatever you that's want. That's Yeah, I won't do with my professional. I won't lie. He has it spoiled the movie for me. That I was. I listened to the first half of a hot take that I was not on, and I tried to press the pause button before. But I was in the car. You knew. And then the thing was spoiled, spoiled? for me. Yeah. You knew what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, well, now I'll never Maybe have we to see. Maybe we could test out like a little uh, bit of a bumper action. Don't Maybe like a minute. Milk. 
It's spoiled. So like I, 60 seconds I of like, don't like being bossed around. And now the, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna break away from yeah, this Swiss team. Now so I'm, clearly now you're I'm, you are now the Tom Holland, aka Mark Ruffalo of our Avengers clan, because apparently they gave away a lot of spoilers. Did they do that? Before uh, Mark Ruffalo Apparently, apparently they are Mark pegged Ruffalo as the two that live, can't keep their mouths shut. Mark Ruffalo live Instagrammed uh first the twenty first minutes. Twenty minutes of Thor Ragnarok <laughs> and not knowing it not was knowing. in his pocket. And Tom Holland said something in an interview about like I think it was like he said like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in the Avengers movie like while doing press for Spider Man Homecoming. Oh. And everybody was like, What are you doing? Well apparently Tom <laughs> yeah, Holland but also I mean, No kidding. Yeah, apparently he like got like oh, the I think Roy he said Spider Man like and that. then yeah. he they're like don't tell anyone you got the role. He's like, sure. And then he like told, told a cab everyone. driver. That you Guys, I'm Spider-Man. It, well, it's, so it fits. It's, it makes sense. It, it, he's appropriate for the role. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, now I never have to see uh, Orient Express, so it's fine. That's true. So what did you guys think? We still have not gotten any thoughts out there. We're, we're excited. There's a lot of energy in this room. This was heavy. Yes. Yes. Uh, this I, was a heavy Avengers film. I mean, it should be. It's a culmination. Yeah, totally. Right? Totally. I think that I want to say I really liked it. I I might as well as far to say I loved it, and I'm just they take risks, and that was kind of something I was worried about mm-hmm. going into it because I think with like Civil War, a lot of people, I I like the risks that they took in Civil War, but I do think they could have made like the battle between these two paradigms of superheroes a little bit more like had some more oomph to it, a little more like what are the stakes of these people fighting? This movie has stakes. It like, did not really high stakes, and it works. Previous Marvel movies have felt very safe. Like sure. everybody is very safe in most Marvel movies. They are very reluctant to do any permanent changes for the most part. Mm. This one, as they've told us, this is some end game kind of stuff. It is. Shake it up. And it feels that way. It's I don't know if you guys agree. Beginning of the end. Mm. Yeah. Or at least that's what it feels like. Bridge and Diana. Mike, you're just kind of shaking back and forth here. You let it out. Swaying. Oh, the movie uh, is a lot of fun. All right, that's Hot Takes. Uh, thank you for joining me, fellow co-hosts. Woo! Um, very spicy Succinct. one from Mike Burge, yes. What can I say? I, I speak my mind. and <laughs> You might disagree with me, but that doesn't true. mean I'm wrong. It's true. Um, it was fun, but I also felt like because it was so much more dire, like the humor was really quick. So yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing it again because there was a lot of good lines, but yeah. I felt like it was like fucking rapid fire. Yeah. So yeah. half of it, I was like, haha, wait, I just missed the next one. Oh God, what's so, happening? A lot crammed in the movie. So, there was a lot going on. Yeah, I, I did want to yeah. ask you guys specifically about that. So the Marvel Universe has done well, and you guys got to this a little bit on your podcast. Like right. some of the successes of the Marvel Universe are the way that its characters, you know, quip off of each other. Especially Phase 3. Exactly, yeah. And they've really found their stride with, like, that sense of humor. I mean, Thor Ragnarok was, like, the biggest Mm. example of that, but that's a Taika Waititi joint, so that's kind of what you expect. But it it is him playing off of, yeah, of that. But um, this movie is very funny, I thought. There was a lot of laughs in our theater. We had a full house, a lot of good cosplay going on. There was Rocket Raccoon was there. He's taller in real life. And Much also, taller. he has a removable head. Woo, he was probably really hot. He was probably scene. quite warm in that scene. And there's a little man that lives inside yes. of <laughs> Oh my god. We were warm in our normal human I was human really clothes. hoping that there was going to be a lady wearing that costume. I was hoping that that was going to be the big reveal. Yeah. But, I wanted to be Bradley okay. Cooper, but just shorter. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> there, I don't know how tall Bradley Cooper actually is. Uh, he's, I think he's a tall dude. Is he pretty tall? Yeah. Uh, I've not met him. I guess maybe. <laughs> 
He's um, got the nose of a tall man. He seems tall and hangover in comparison to all the other. All the That's other guys. true. That's true. I mean, Zach Galifianakis is quite short. He's like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that short. Oh, yeah, give I'm, some I'm credit. pretty Come short. On. You're all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you and Thor two and uh, <laughs> Unbreakable. All right. We're all right. Yeah. I'm glad to be in this <laughs> you're the same week. You're definitely not boring. Too. I'll give you that. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, from, from time to time, you can be boring, but I feel like you're just doing that so that all the other all the other parts of you. Oh, that's considering. Sing, yeah. And well, like they, to they, let they other make, people shine. You make right. sense. Yeah, the first you're not hour always exciting. The first hour and 25 minutes of you are pretty boring, but then the last, like, 10, 15. I, but I really learn a lot from you in uh, that first hour and 25 yeah, there's minutes. A, there's, I've, been, I've been told from a lot of close friends that I have a huge payoff in the second act. So, mm-hmm. yeah. that's okay. just me. Yeah, well, it's all right. Yeah. Some of them might disagree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so the the humor kind of like butts right up against like some pretty heavy yeah. consequences here. Some pretty heavy like get some very dramatic moments in mixed right in with that comedy. And how did that jive for you guys? Pretty early on yes. too. Like they don't wait to like no. slam gut punch some stuff. Yeah. How'd you guys feel about that? About the com- I mean, I thought the comedy was very effective. I think when we get into, like, some other team, Because, like, you know, all the... The cast eventually falls into kind of, like, different teams of their own within the movie. Right. So, like, you know, when we're chilling with the Guardians... Uh, and it's like some of the more like cosmic Avengers. It's, like, super funny, like, almost the whole time. With with also, like, some serious stuff going on there as well. Um, but I think I think all the humor was very good. And I think that it, you know... It's a very serious plot that's happening, and it really helps kind of, like, add the appropriate amount of brevity to those scenes, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't say it any better than that. That's, yeah. like, it's, uh, uh, for all of the different things that are going on in this movie, all of the different characters, all the different big-name actors, all the different storylines, all the culminations of all these other storylines, and, and also, like, how they're tackling balancing those for a movie that very much is dealing with the idea of balance this movie is just a an absolute just like perfect example of just an evenly balanced machine doing exactly what it's supposed to do for two hours and 40 minutes yeah and it is a very tight rope to walk because there are so many superhero movies especially even within the marvel universe the marvel cinematic universe there are sequels that had the overstuffed problems that we've seen so often from superhero movies where you just try to put too many characters too many villains too much stuff going on and it becomes a mess of a movie it loses the balance and on the opposite side of that too is like when you don't put enough in and you're not treating your characters like truly to like what they've been established at like when you're dealing with sequels and stuff like that right like thor the dark world yep right (laughs) uh that movie has problems but it's all right yeah it's all right it's all right um (laughs) <laughs> but it's this right. movie, I really think this movie, <laughs> I went in, so I think regardless of how you feel about the Marvel Universe, you know, whether, even if comic books really aren't your thing, or comic book movies especially are not your thing, and I wouldn't blame anybody for saying, like, 18 movies is too much homework for me to do going into this. Yeah. Even though, you know, like, it's been a long run in the making, it's been a long time in the making, but what they've done here by establishing this cinematic universe over so many movies, over so many years, having it all culminate like this yeah. is really unprecedented. Unprecedented, and I think pretty groundbreaking. And I it's think a huge payoff too. And I think they yeah. really nailed it. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a lot on this movie's shoulders. Like, it is, you know, 10 years in the making, 18 movies. Like, a lot of times where I had to be like, I don't care about Ronan and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But it's like, you know, do those those things pay off? Do those some of those movies have a little extra exposition to help fuel the overall machine? Do those things pay off? And, you know, as a hot take, I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, this movie... They really did. They, this movie really respects you for doing your homework and... I think, you know, Burge and Diana can speak even more to it because you and I were on one Avengers podcast each, but you guys have covered kind of like the whole machine overall. So I'm kind of curious to hear how you two coming to this podcast feel about do some of those things pay off? Do maybe some of the weaker moments to expositions pay off in this movie? How do you guys kind of feel about that overall? Good co-hosting with there, by the way. Got you. Uh, Without giving anything away. Yeah, let me think about it. Yeah, I would Uh, say that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say yes. Many things pay off, and there, other there things... are a lot of like early chess moves that I feel like come into play in this movie. Yeah, and yeah. Sure. this is not the last Marvel movie that we're ever getting. We know that for a fact, and right. we know we know for a fact that this is actually <laughs> considered part one. You know, Untitled Avengers Four. We have enough money. Yeah, we're good. This is the last we're one. Fine. We're It'd done. Be funny if they did that. Uh, no, right. but we understand that this is part one of. Of yes. another another movie was filmed at the same time. It's already shot. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be going back we for reshoots after this. all this that. This is the one where Harry Potter goes camping. Yeah, it's the first part. It's a fucked up camping. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never finished those movies. Deathly Hallows Part mm-hmm. Two is a, is a fucking jam. I heard that it's a banger. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a banger. It's, it's a, a banger. It's a big battle scene. Someday mm-hmm. I will come back to that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, they they also like. Uh, set new things up and also continue to set up other things that you thought might have paid off in this movie, but they're obviously going to save it for some more. Yeah, Yeah. there's there's things going on in the movie, both before the movie starts and while the movie's going on, that they don't completely tie up with a bow, and that's kind of one of the things that makes the movie so... Uh, aggressive in what it's trying to do, and it's it's kind of... uh, And I can't say any more to that yeah, spoiler free because you want to get specific to because like the word that would come out of my mouth wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, but <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it, it, very good what they do, and <laughs> you're they, you're afraid they yeah. you're full yeah, of fear because I don't want to ruin it. We're being I, very very because we're putting this yeah. episode out yeah. very early. We're putting it out Saturday morning. Some people won't right. get a chance to see it, and I know that people like to listen to the first half of Hot Takes sure. well, if they haven't seen the movie and then come back to it after the screening. So I want to be. Very careful because this movie from frame one is a spoiler. Like you can't talk about any part of this movie specifically. To be kind of general in the spoiler free vein, I was like one of the things we discussed for the phase three was like what characters are you excited to see together and without actually saying which ones end up with which. That was one of the fun payoffs. There's of this so movie. many great. Characters. Yeah, there was some really good new yeah. combinations yeah. of characters that hadn't interacted effective. before, mm-hmm. and ones that were really similar, ones that weren't, and butted heads over that, and then ones that you were excited that they started getting along. There's so, so much fun there's some stuff, good stuff in there. In there for sure. uh, you know, the the Joss Whedon chemistry has been picked up by the Russo brothers, Definitely. and they are. Yeah killing it yeah they're phenomenal directors we were talking about that in the previous yeah. phase three episode just was, like yeah. how these guys After Civil War, are just I was so psyched phenomenal. that they were doing this i mean they just fucking get it like this movie you know with movies like this i'm almost like is it really hard to write because like what do you do like how do you take it all and like condense it into something that makes sense or is it almost like 
fun and easy in a way because you just like you have so much amazing material for movie it, and, and like comic books to pull from. Well, I think you know? they have a big playbook and they are very good at taking pieces of that playbook and and they're good at just setting scenes where you have these characters that are very well established. Yeah. We know them, we know their personalities, and we know how their personalities could clash and then they just play with that. And I think they play with that in small enough bubbles that it never feels bloated overall. Yeah. I think it helps too that this movie is definitely a part one of two. Yes. You know, if they if this was like the end all for this phase and they had to wrap it all up neatly, they probably would have had to cut a lot more stuff out. But Yeah. I mean we'll see if, you know, part two like picks up the ball and, right. and, and runs with it. Right. Know? Man. It's so a big ball. Without getting spoilery, um, what do you guys think of Thanos just as a villain? You know, it's a very good question. Because yes, 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 Jack, we must talk. Yeah, about come it. on, yes. well, let's because, talk about it. Because nope, going here I am. into it, I was worried he was going to be too comical. Right. Uh, well, put your hand. Jack, on his Jack has a very good one because he was here talking about Please this. Go. Yeah, go, go ahead, set it up. No, no, no. You talk about it because this was it was your this idea and it was your point and yeah. it was a very good point and it got us nervous and talking. Yeah. Okay. So going into this movie, I was very scared mm. that Thanos would be. A, I was worried that he was an entirely CGI villain. Yeah, that he looks stupid. Right? That it would be distracting that the main villain, this guy that we've been building up this whole time, that we've only seen flashes of, we've heard his name, we've heard him talked about for a long time now. Yeah. Build, a lot of buildup. I thought that having a fully CGI villain, and we've seen this before in other other superhero movies X-Men. yeah where it's distracting <laughs> to have your villain just be you know yeah. a cgi person yeah. right and uh, and i and in that vein i thought thanos you know just being the i'm gonna you know come um, in and fuck shit up right do fine, that thing I'll do it myself. exactly Meh. kind of like thanos being the 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 big this big destructive force would feel one-dimensional coming off of Black Panther having yeah. such a great bad guy in exactly. Killmonger and yes. a very human character right. and a very relatable, charming. Like you can connect, you understand where he's coming from. Totally. Right. And you were afraid, and you were afraid that like this cartoon space alien god is going to come down and like are they going to be able to capture that same kind of uh, like connective tissue yeah. between the audience and the villain, so you can kind of empathize with where exactly. they're going and. Team, I was yes, they did a I good was job. completely wrong, completely yeah. wrong. They proved me one hundred percent wrong. I honestly thought, like, to speak to the first part, the CGI was very impressive. It's insane. There and are so many close-up shots of him. Yeah, it actually. Amazing. At a certain point, you're like, oh yeah, that is Josh and Brolin. You guys, yeah. you guys you talked about the Deadpool trailer. Oh. <laughs> you guys talked about the Uncanny Valley. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is a big thing with CGI. And Thanos is close enough to a humanoid character where you could be treading in that area. Right. But I think they balanced him out well enough by a, a strong design, I think, which I'm surprised to hear coming out of my own mouth because, like, he's a purple dude. But still, his design his looks really good, I, I mean, think. Yeah. Bruce Willis's face has been selling movie tickets for, like, three decades. So, like, they're just taking another play out of the playbook. Bruce Willis? He looks like Bruce Willis. You're right. He does look like he, he, look, he look looks like a little when bit getting, unbrinkable. When in there. you're getting yes. close in there, you can see some of that James Bond. He looks the, like Bruce Willis. Top, I would say nose up, Bruce Willis. The mouth is is Brolin, and then the chin the chin looks like my my grandfather's. Uh, <laughs> don't talk about that on air. You don't. Yes. <laughs> he looks more like 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt with Bruce Willis prosthetics. Oh. Um, ew. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. That movie rocks, but that uh, did not is. look good. It is. It didn't look good. It did not look it's good. It's all right. It's all right. It's fine. It's all right. It's distracting. It's, it's boring. Uh, yeah, it's a little boring. It's a little slow. It's all right. I was excited um, when big it Big payoff in the third act. Yeah. It does. Just like yeah. Robbie. Just like Robbie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Robbie's third act. Let me tell you. Big Woo. payoff. Um, yeah, no, I was completely wrong about Thanos. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was a very, very good villain. Mm. I thought the CGI work was... Very impressive. Not only on him, but I think on um, the Squidward guy, which we'll talk about some more. And this, Voldemort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's especially angel, him. The other ones were okay. I need to look up who was playing no, those so he's characters. Not, he's yeah. new, right? No, he's, okay. he's new. We'll, we'll talk more about those characters in Spoiler yeah. Zone because the they've characters. not really, they're new. So, okay. um, but I, do you guys, you, I think you we're on the same page, right? Like, Thanos rocked. He was very good. He and was good. You know, I don't think that he's relatable unlike uh, but you do develop a little you develop empathy he's interesting at least he's not boring the the kind of like weight of what he's trying to do you're kind of like all right like i don't agree with that but it's the same with killmonger yeah yeah you get why he wants (laughs) to do what he's doing you're like dude the way you're going about this is kind of like not the radicalization yeah it's 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 a lot like um ronin ronin yes yeah Uh, well it's all these ideas of these villains that the the, like motivation is relatable but then the method is where it gets fucked up Mm -hmm. yeah i i mean it's not the worst idea. <laughs> no, no, it's I mean, not. I mean, okay, I've no. I talked about taking out some of the, the older people. Means, the means. <laughs> okay, so you mean the Republicans? Means, <laughs> the, I said older. The I was going to try and dance around it a little bit longer, but yes. <laughs> the means, as you said, not great, but the end, the motivation to do what he's doing, right. and we're dancing around what he actually wants to do. Yeah. Be for the those who the are not familiar with comic books, because this is like a thing I for Thanos. Like, but if you've seen Guardians, they do kind of they mention talk about it. it. Yes, they do mention a little. But bit. still, even still, I mean, I, he is a villain that has a purpose that is strong, and it's not just to fuck shit up. Like yeah. it's more than that. Yeah, he has a purpose for it. It's not the purpose that comes from the comic books. Like he's not doing it for someone. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. That's. I think that this this is a might be for a second half. Okay, we're fine. Da- we're dancing, mm-hmm. but at it. least in this context, like establishing him as a villain, like yeah, yeah, it's not that. There's a reason that he's doing it. It's not forced in any way. You're like yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Okay, I get it. I don't. Yeah, okay. he just not has... not that chill, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I would the will say... to do something. You know. Yeah, I would say most of the stuff that is kind of like feels a little like pushy forcey in the movie as far as like learning things about Thanos just comes from a need that like they didn't want to give away too much of like what this character's motivation was and we get the motivation and everything through seeing it and having characters who are close to him talk about him and Mm -hmm. so like those are the only things that come across as like well I never knew that about this guy and I've been learning about him for like 10 movies but it's like oh it makes sense like why would they bring that up they, the thing that the Marvel machine and the other movies, I think one of the payoffs that's like not a spoiler is that like Thanos being in the movie mm-hmm. is imposing. It yes. is scary. You're like, oh no, this is the guy. So like, you know, the movies have kind of created this kind of like 
the impact that villains can have in a film, an impact that like a movie like Dark Knight has with the Joker, mm. we get that very easily because of like on the history that we have with the Joker. Right. right. They built that for Thanos from the ground up. Like that's a like architectural move, and it and it pays off super well because the minute you see him in the movie and he's not even doing too much to fuck shit up, but he's fucking shit up, you're like. Oh fuck! Like I'm actually like right. kind of scared of this dude, and well, and the weight is there, you know. They established that he is a threat, and he's a real threat. And again, we're in the end game, end game here, so yeah. it's not safe anymore. Mm-mm. So anytime he's on screen and interacting with characters that you know, it's like high stakes. I don't yep. know how this is gonna go for these people. It could mm. go real bad. Yep. Um, I think we're fast approaching where we need to go into spoiler territory because we're very much pulling our punches here. Yeah. And that's something that this movie does not do. No. No. So if we have any more closing non-spoilery thoughts to duck in there under the I radar? Wanna, uh, very briefly, like without going into specifically why, so I might kind of sound like a little bit of a dick, I did want to talk about... Very briefly, some of the overarching things that I didn't like about the movie. Yeah, go real for quick. it. Yeah, let's hit it. Absolutely. A lot of the emotional beats fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of them. Yeah, okay. really? Uh, I was there and I was connected. I understood what I was supposed to be feeling because they're very good at well, tr- translating exactly, communicating what I'm supposed to be feeling. But I think that we should just, talk about that when we do speak. Absolutely, yeah. But I, and I, I agree was with you that, on some of it, but I don't know if I agree with you on all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when I we, we can talk specifics, sure. yeah. but there mm-hmm. there are a few key scenes that come to mind. Some that, are rushed that for are sure. that are rushed. Yeah. yeah, that I don't think are staged that well where the camera is and a little little too close sometimes when uh-huh. there's big things going on and it just kind of like. There's a lot going on in the movie, and yeah. they're kind of rushing through a lot of it. And some of the parts that I really cared about, they were just kind of going over really quickly. And then the moments that they're like, well, you should care about this, they linger on it too long. And I'm yeah. like, well, yes. okay, no, I do care about it. But lingering on it too long just kind of took me out of it and reminded me I was watching a movie and that mm-hmm. something's probably about to happen. Right. And also, a lot of them, they end with a punchline, which they don't need to do. They don't need to do that, no. That's um, true. A lot of the emotional moments end with kind of a quip where it's just like, yeah, that was Light kind of the funny. There's but kids like, in the audience. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But like, no, we're in the end game now. You could let that, yeah. that you could just let that hang. Right. You don't have to like add in a joke. Dark. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the film. That, and that's not to say that this movie isn't dark. This movie gets no. dark. No, it movie totally is. Dark. This movie is. Uh, its core theme is something that's very familiar to a movie that came out very recently. We can talk about that very soon. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Um, it, it feels a lot like a dark middle chapter. Yeah. Even though it's the first half. So instead it's just like... It's sad two towers. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> fellowship is like all the, the other fellows. The fellowship, nice. that's yeah. the first one. Right. Or... No, it's the is third one. The... I mean, I the third know. one's way too long. I don't know. Indiana Jones. I don't know, man. I've I don't never, know who I've directed never directed seen it. Harry Potter. No, we're getting, we're, getting too, mean, we're getting too meta there. We're getting too meta. I'm not that kind of nerd. All right, we are going to go to a quick break. Um, we will be back with spoilers, and Robbie is not going to blurt out. I will, I will say Quick, it. quick, cut the mic before he says I'm anything. No, 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 no. Hello. Welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's film laureate, Brian Robert Fitzgibbons, speaks on a film. Today... Fitz will discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, that's not even a movie. Marvel movies is a whole... There's so many Marvel movies and it just... I get it, they're fun. 
I've seen the Spider-Mans, a couple of them. Um, X-Men, I actually recently on my own watched. I thought that, I remember seeing the first X-Men, but like all those new X-Men's were really entertaining because they would bring like real life, like, I don't know, it's like actually about history a little bit, blah, blah, blah. And X-Men are fun, kind of. Yeah, they're fun. Marvel movies in general, though, there's too many of them. Um, that's not true because people love them. People eat them up. Captain America is lame. Batman's not Marvel. <laughs> or is he? No, he's DC. He's fucking DC. And um, I don't know. Is Black Panther Marvel? Probably. Thor. Thor. Well, let me. Green Lantern. Let me try to just. Flamethrower, douchebag. <laughs> um, what about the Fantastic Four? They are Marvel. And X-Men is probably the best thing that Marvel has. Unless I'm forget, like Spider-Man is pretty good. But yeah, it's X-Men. That's Marvel. Everything else is just trying to make money, right? Uh, Iron Man. I like Tony Stocks. I like fucking Ghostface Killer, but Iron Man, I never, like as a kid, I thought Iron Man was cool, but I never watched the Iron Man movies. Not that I have a problem with Robert Downey Jr., just, I don't know, didn't do it. The Hulk never watched those movies either, never really was a fan of the Hulk. Do you like Black Widow? Don't even know what Black Widow is. Uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch? Quicksilver is that the I don't know who Quicksilver is or Scarlet Witch. I know Silver Server. Who's that? <laughs> the only reason I know Silver Server is because I had like a an action figure of him. He's like this. You have this, an action figure of? Silver I used Server to. Right I don't here? know. I don't have him. Oh, okay. I used to. My I don't even I don't see them in my parents' basement anymore. Lots of Star Wars and, like, He-Man, which is cool. But anyway, yeah. Marvel Comics, I get it. They're fun. They're fun. What the hell? This has been another episode of It's Fits. back and this is a hot take and I'm not usually the host but I'm your co-polyamorous host. Quad host. Quad host. Quad host together again. <laughs> For uh, Avengers Infinity War and we're entering spoiler territory. Spoilers. We Robert. got Robbie muffled Gag in the corner order. right now for the first minute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, this is always the hardest part. So, instead of diving into who dies, fuck. Let's uh, let's talk about a little bit of like who was fun to see together. Yeah. Mm. Before we dig deeper into some of the sad themes well, of the movie. Do you guys want to talk about that cold open? Yes. <laughs> fuck, man. Jesus. That was a good intro. I mean, that was sad, but yeah. that was a yeah. great intro. Yeah. They killed the fuck out of Loki. So you. Goddamn it, Robert. I yeah. mean, that, well, I mean, <laughs> they know what it is. So, you know, is. My, Mike and I talked about that in Phase 3 a little bit when we were, we were like, spinning ideas of who was going to die. And, Mike, yeah, you definitely called Loki. 
I didn't want to believe because I, mean, I, I love him. I didn't want it to happen. I no, was just like, oh, well, that makes sense. No, yeah. I mean, you were kind of like, oh, he ends up with the Tesseract, so probably Loki's going to die. Get and that out. was, yeah, you, you called it. You know, I had forgotten that in <coughs> the end of Thor Ragnarok, right. the last stinger that you get is Thor waking up on the Guardian ship. I totally forgot about that too. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not. That's the not the stinger. That's a clip that they released for uh, Infinity War. The last stinger on Thor Ragnarok is Thor and Loki standing together and like they're they're brothers and they're getting along. Okay. And, and right. then he's okay. like, uh, I th- he's like, I think. Oh, and Thor ship. says, "Don't worry, I think everything's gonna work out just and fine." Then and, the then the and then the ship like Thanos descends ship. down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was just a clip of him saying, "Who the a, hell are you guys?" It's in the trailer. Right. Yeah, it's that's in the trailer. trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got that confused. Right. Yeah. Who the hell are you? Yeah. Okay, but so still, <laughs> but still, that open to basically the aftermath of what happens at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Is. Does that mean Valkyrie's dead? I was really hoping she'd still be alive. He said that he killed. Half of their people, which makes sense since that's his mo. But then, like, where's the rest of the Asgardians? Like, they that all ship, looked dead. That to ship me. also yeah. exploded. I mean, it I'm... looked like the ship was split in two. Okay. So it might be that the Asgardians Half. that were left on dipped the other one that was like kind yeah. of floating away, and yeah. he killed all the other ones on this one. Okay. That's something that because I was <laughs> really hoping that. Loki and Valkyrie were going to survive for a future Thor movie after how much I liked Thor Ragnarok. All I care about is Cork. Yeah, Cork. If Cork is dead, I'm out. Well, he's not as Guardian, so yeah. we don't have a chance. But he's definitely on that ship. This is yeah. true, though. He's he's probably... I mean, that was my I first... Hope we didn't see him, so that means hopefully he survived. That was yeah. my first thought, is yeah. where is Cork? Well, also, Idris Elba's character dies, like... Immediately, too, yeah. Yeah. So but, sad. His time yeah. has come, though. His time yeah, is definitely... I, think, I thought I think he was going to die in Thor Ragnarok. I think Loki's He's had a few redeeming... Mo- or not redeeming, but he's had his, like, big moments, right. I think, that, like, you give the side characters right before you murder them. Yeah. I mean, he could have died in Ragnarok, also. Totally. That's what I mean. he didn't. He didn't in Ragnarok. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. keep him around. Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. cool. Um, they also, uh, uh, in in a way, um, destroy the Hulk in that first opening scene. Yeah, the Hulk gets beaten by Thanos and doesn't want to come out anymore. Right, he's insecure. Right. He's insecure. Yeah. That fight though, that those like big dude fisticuffs that happens. Yeah. I'm like, this is so fucking cool. Yeah, that opening is really good, and I think that you know. I'm glad that Loki kind of went out as much as a hero as he can be. Right. Um, I also like how the movie doesn't make us think Thanos is invincible. Right. He's just really hard to fuck over. Yeah. Because, like, you know, even, like, you could see he can be stabbed. He can be, like, get the shit kicked out of him, you know? It's not like in the comic books where he's, like, pretty omnipotently powerful. I mean, that would be less... You have to show some amount of weakness. He's not Superman. Or he's, like, he's super not, boring. He's not impossible, like, yeah. 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 Right, but, he's, but he is gaining power. Rapidly. He's the most powerful momentum. being right, in the universe. Right, throughout the movie. Yeah. That said, I do really like the moments where... There's a few moments across the movie where Thanos... He doesn't lose the upper hand, but he gets challenged in a way. Yeah, and you can see... You can read it on his face where he's just like, What? what? Yeah, which totally. is cool. I mean, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah I, think. yeah, I think there's one big moment where, like, you know, we're savvy audience members. So I don't think any of us thought like, well, he's not going to lose this fight. But it's like, right. they're doing a pretty good job. Though. Yeah, when yeah. when someone yeah. shows resistance and he actually has to push a little bit, he's like, "Fuck, what? Yeah, yeah. How dare you?" He's been used to getting his own way. Exactly. Yeah. But um, kind of back to the like favorite team up scenario. Oh yeah. I think for me, it's it's got to be Thor and the Guardians. 
Yeah. Because it just makes so much sense. Yeah. And, like, also you got, like, the two funniest kind of, like, franchises yeah. in the MCU right now yeah. coming together. I thought we were going to get a little bit more Thor and Star-Lord, but I was actually happy to have Thor with Rocket. That worked out pretty well. That was pretty cool. It yeah. was good. He was Mickey, Mick, or, um, what's, uh, what's Yondu's uh, actor's name? Oh, Michael Rooker. Michael, Michael Rooker, Rooker. Yeah. 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 I said Mickey Ward. I, I, that's not that far off, no, to but, be fair. You know what? I loved, the, I loved the part where he was like, okay, I guess I gotta be the captain yes. now. And then you see him, like, struggling with trying to, like, show that he cares about someone else or, like, that he's like, all right, what would Quill ask? <laughs> you know? It's, like, a, it's, it's a big of, deal that he gives him an eye because you know is. how much he loves Stealing. taking bits from people. It's totally. His, it's his, like, favorite thing. That's... I mean, that's one of the moments, the like the emotionally resonant moments that Mike you brought up before that I really want to dig into pretty deeply. Worked pretty well. I don't know if you want to go into that right away, or if we want to like kind of stew on some of the rest of the movie first. Or I can, I can, I'll bring up if you guys, if we start talking about a moment that fell flat flat. for me, like this one didn't, that one didn't fall flat for me because I I thought thought it was was actually pretty convincing. It was just kind of general, and I think that him explaining like. They lay down the fact that, like, over the course of these uh, movies, he has lost his mother. He has lost his father. He just lost half his people and his brother. Uh, his girlfriend dumped him. Like, he really is alone now. And it shows in the connection that he tried to make with Loki and Thor Ragnarok that Loki really was, like, the last person that he had besides Hemdell and right. they're both gone now. Yeah. yeah. And so he really is kind of like at the end of his rope and he's fighting back the emotions that just come with losing all of that stuff. And he tried and says he's like vengeance and rage and anger are good motivators. And while yeah. he's saying that you can see that he doesn't even believe it. Yeah, he's, he's broken yeah. and yeah. he doesn't know what to do and they've got one out and that's to go do the side quest that they're Plus I doing like that Rocket questions him. Like he's like, yeah, but what if you actually can't kill him? What, what happens if you fail? Yeah. And that's like a real question. You're like, well, Thor's a god, but that doesn't mean he's invincible. So no, Right. I, no, yeah. one, no one's invincible in this movie. Right. And I think Rocket's answer to that, too, is really good in building Rocket's character ever so slightly. Yeah. In that where he says, like, well, I got a lot. Yeah, he has stuff and to lose. And that's not something Rocket would have said at the beginning right. of Volume 2. He has, right. a, he has yeah. a family. Now. He yeah. says it in his yeah. own little snotty little side-eye way. But at the end of the day, he really, I think he does consider what Thor says and he goes, well, you know what? Like I got, I got something, something to lose. That, yeah. that was the one moment where it, it, it did kind of end in a punchline. Like it was a funny moment for a rocket to say like, Oh, I, I got a lot. I could, I could lose yeah. some stuff, mm-hmm. but like, you're right. There's a weight also to it. is there is a weight to that as well, and I think that one works yeah. really well. That's how you develop yeah. characters in the guardians or even in Thor now where, you know, with those characters, punchlines can build their character. Um, well, you guys said it, like sarcasm is a good shield and that's yeah. what rocket uses right for sure absolutely and you that's know. his character and so it's like at that point he does say like the punchline the sarcastic thing but from what we know of rocket having seen him in two previous films that's his vulnerability we're like that's him kind of like opening up a little bit to like this absolute stranger mm-hmm. right yeah and i want to I mean, clarify i want to clarify too real quick on um, the things that fell flat for me it's not because they didn't work this movie's a lot. Yeah. And yeah. it's going from thing to thing. And I honestly feel like I'm going to see this movie at least three more times in theaters. Probably. Like that's going to happen. It'll be fun each I'm time. giving it all my money. Sure. <laughs> and it's, I know that, I know for a fact that even after the second viewing, the moments that fell flat, I'll get to really kind of emotionally involve myself in them a little bit more 
because I'll understand what's happening in hindsight, and then I'll be able to see like, okay, did this fall flat the first time just because it was kind of staged differently, or was it because it's just so much is happening all at once, you kind of feel drained by the end of the movie. Definitely felt drained by the end of the movie. Yeah, totally. Takes a lot out of you, especially you know the last ten minutes of the movie. It's just kind of like. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get there. That, we'll get there. The font that they use in the credits, man. We'll get there. Can't um, take it. Yeah, it's bad. I really liked, which was surprising to me, because these are two characters that are definitely not my favorites. Mm. In fact, far from my favorites. But Tony Stark and Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. Were very fun together. Because definitely. I've I've said vocally that I'm very tired of Tony Stark at this point mm. in the Marvel movies. Yeah. I'm getting over his thing. And Doctor Strange, like, I like that movie, but it didn't do that much for me. I liked I'm not... the scene of him in Thor Ragnarok more than the Doctor Strange yes, movie. Yes, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> and I think this movie is him being a lot more of that. Mm. than Because, you know, Doctor Strange, that movie suffered being the tried and true origin story that it was, I think. Yeah. And having Doctor Strange be able to play a little bit more, like yeah. not having to go through kind of the slog of him getting his powers and him being a fucking kick-ass wizard in yeah. this movie And letting him have is a little fun. bit more humor, biting yes. as it was, like yeah. calling Tony Stark, you know, a douchebag. He's still awesome. an asshole, but like he's like a powerful, capable asshole I think now. the funny thing, I think, you know, I've said it before that I think uh, Doctor Strange is too similar to Tony Stark, at least the way they present him in the movies. And... Their team up, I don't think, could have worked any better. Yeah, I was, I, just think, like, I was like, oh my god, they have so much chemistry. Yeah, maybe for that reason, I don't know. But well, like, they're so similar that they just kind they of like butt heads. rub up yeah. against each other. They grate a little bit, but and they like, kind it's of fun. They instantly, not instantly, but they pretty quickly in the movie like gain a, a respect for each other. I think. Yeah. You know, like Doctor Strange does not want Tony to die. I love the line. You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. <laughs> so funny. It was so good. It was this so good. is the best Tony Stark has been. For a while, in yeah, my yeah. I agree. I liked him in Spider-Man: Homecoming. I liked him in Civil War, and I liked him in Age of Ultron. He's sad but in even, Civil War. Even I back, like him, but even he's back not then, funny. I was getting a yes. little bit tired of his shtick, as Jack is saying it. But I like the character. I care about the character, so I always just like just threw that up to it's just like, oh, I've known the guy for a while, so maybe yeah. I'm a little bored with it. Yeah. In this movie, it really is like there's no excessive vulnerability being thrown on his character as an no. arc. It's him dealing with some of the shit that he's done before, and now he's getting some brand new shit. Now, let me ask you this, because it feels like a little bit of the weight from Civil War has been (coughs) kind of removed from him, though, because he seems to kind of just be chilling at the beginning of this movie, and he's like, oh, yeah, Steve Rogers, we kind of broke up. Like, there's not, like, it's very lighthearted when they address it. It kind of, like, goes with the the pulling of the punches that Civil War had in the first place. Well, consider his character in Homecoming. Yeah. You know, we see him in that, and he's kind of, like, treating Peter Parker as, like, this kind of pet project to, right. like, kind of uh, push himself, like, in the other direction. And we see that he also reconciles his relationship with Pepper. Yeah. Which, right. in uh, uh, Civil War, we learn, like, they were on a break. Right. Because right. he was fucking up so much. So I think that he was, he's kind of in this thing now where he's attempting to... Move on. Move on in some yeah. way, but he, even he can't because he's still dealing with his issues, and he, that's why he's got the nanotech now and everything like that, because he's like, I want to be able to have this on me. At all Like times. an open carry, essentially. Like, yeah. if anything happens, 
You know, like the, the dialogue that he has with Pepper at the beginning is very much just like having a gun in the closet. Right. You don't need to a have couple that talking on you about at all it times. where the couple's like, you don't you can keep it in the closet with the shirts. Like you don't have to carry it around with you all over the place, but Tony Stark understands that, like, no, yeah, you do. I mean he did. <laughs> That's he super did. Like, yeah. Uh the nanotech, by the way, was very fun. I yeah, mean he so... effectively became like he has new superpowers now. I new don't know. Spidey suit what's, too. What's the he is Mr. Fantastic? Is that it? Uh, he's like Mr. Fantastic. I Going outside the Marvel Universe, I was going to say his powers are a lot like the game Prototype. Have you ever played Prototype? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah pretty yeah, much. It's yeah. like a lot like that where you can just yeah. like kind of morph and make anything you sort need. Sort of anything he wanted, he could make. Yeah. If I can yeah. have a sidebar about the nanotech stuff. So like Black Panther, like Black Panther, uh, now the Iron Suit, Spider Suit, and the nanotech Iron Man Suit. Uh, they all look cool when they're on. I don't love the whole, like, you can just, like, snap into, like, go-go Power Rangers mode as mm. much. I kind of like, I, this might be the child in me, and growing up a superhero. I like that they have to put it on. And, like, I love that Spider-Man has to wear his suit under his clothes. I like that Iron Man could, like, jump off a building, and then his the suit would, like, fly onto him. But again, we're in the end game again. Right. Like, so this it's, is like, like, high stakes. This is, like... Do you want you Spidey think... in his normal suit, or do you want Spidey in space? Make your decision. Ooh, yeah. Spidey in exactly. space! Deal with what Spoiler. you need to do. Yeah. 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 I mean, so Spidey in, it's Spidey in space. I mean, this is... This is <laughs> the... You know, when I talk, make the video game comparison, this is the game being, like, all right, yeah... This is the last. This is the last bit. Yeah. We're gonna give you all the fun toys now, yeah. and it, yeah, it's gonna break the game a little bit, but the game's over. So like, fuck it. We're gonna have fun now. Mm-hmm. This is you played Half Life Two. How are you guys? Yeah. They give you the gravity, gu- the super gravity gun oh, at yeah. the end, where you yeah. can just pick people up and throw them all over the place. And it's just like I don't need anything else anymore. Everybody gets that in this movie because it's Thanos. It's like this is the end. Like yeah, everybody gets their craziest shit. It's a, and it's a minor gripe. I think it, yeah. you know, Spidey's gonna get a suit back later. Half Life Two, the uh, the fabled uh, prequel to Half Life Three. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Very fabled. The dark. The dark middle chapter. Six games in a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's sure. Getting there. Sure. Um, uh, any other team ups? Uh. Did you say yours? Uh no, I mean I liked Thor and Rocket quite a bit. Oh right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but like one of the ones that I was excited about was seeing Peter Quill with Peter Parker. Which I felt like we only got a snippet of, but tiny, I still liked bit. it. I, I still liked much. it. It was yeah. good. And yep. I feel like that could happen in the future, hopefully. <laughs> you think I, so? I, we'll we'll come back to that. We'll, we'll come see. back to that. <laughs> I, I don't really love how um, the... Well, okay, so I, before I get corrected, let me let me say it. I thought that the Wakanda and Team Captain America team yeah. up didn't feel super strong, even though I think that, like, a lot of, like, what makes their team up so strong is because of Civil War, because of how yeah. much they had to stand for each other. Now they're like, no, we're good now. Right, well, well I mean, but Bucky's I kinda, there to get healed. Exactly, but I kind of just wish that it had the same fun. It also, like, Captain America coming back in general kind of felt flat for me. They don't get a lot of time to talk. It's like, more Captain serious. America doesn't get much, yeah. much to say. in here real quick. Please. Biggest disappointment with this movie is not enough cap. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, totally yeah, agree. Yeah, By the time you get to the end of the movie, which obviously we're talking spoilers, you understand why that is. Yeah. Because now this is going to be, this was Tony's movie in right. a small way. Right. Yeah. If, this, anybody, if anybody was the main character of this movie, it's Thanos. But if anybody that's a good guy was a main character of this it's movie, Tony. it's Tony. Yeah. Again, he's the go-to. Even like, 
you know, even I'd struggle him to see and Doctor Strange. Him and Doctor Strange and even Peter Quill, like, only because Peter Quill gets something very big taken away from him. And also, I think he has the biggest, like, challenge. The Guardians are in this movie oh, way more than I thought the yeah. same yeah, would have been. Yeah, I'm very happy with it, especially because we just did that Guardians podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, I am up to snuff with all the fists. <laughs> right. I am, I'm on the same page. Thor quite a bit as well. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I, right. honestly, I think Wait, the no, movie every, is pretty balanced. It's very balanced. I'm saying, like, if you had to with the main character, we open pretty much on yeah. Tony... You know, like once yeah. we get the cold open and we no, set but, the stakes, and Thanos, you should be afraid of him because he just beat the fuck out of the Hulk. You right. are right, though. In Civil War, like that team of Captain America, they are kind of backburner players to this. Well, yeah, film. Civil War is more Captain America, yeah. and we also just got Black Panther, which was very much right. Right. Um, Black but Panther. I, but I did like seeing the the cool the cool ladies fighting together. Yeah, that, that was really cool. Was cool. That was good. That, shit was that was cool. Good. And they were I, fighting the big bad lady. Right, as well. and it yeah. made me appreciate Scarlet Witch a little bit more since Ultron because yeah. I felt like what the Civil War that, that team up I thought it actually worked okay which one sorry the team up of Vision and, and Scarlet Witch oh of course yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's, that, that was something going well. into that I was saying like I was like I think I think the vision's gonna bite it, obviously, because like there's things in the trailer that are talking about it. But I'm like, I don't think it's gonna happen in the way that we're being presented in the trailer, because I don't think that they would give that away. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a very emotional thing between Scarlet Witch and the Vision. And yeah. when they showed us that first scene with them together and how they want to be together, but the world's tearing them apart, I'm like, yo, Starcross lovers, yo, I've seen this movie before, right? Yeah, yeah. and I, I kind of didn't want to see Paul Bettany in full. Paul Bettany because he's way older than Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen. It's a little weird. So I'm like, oh, she could be I, your daughter, I think that, you know? <laughs> I think that some of their, yeah. like, romantic chemistry doesn't, like, fully work for me. And, like, when they're in Scotland and they're, like, being like, what if we just go? I'm like, you guys are about to get killed. Yeah. We just go and leave. And, like, that's, yeah, like, a pacing lovers. I did like yeah. seeing Scotland. Sure. I liked the... Was, oh, yeah. I liked seeing the, like, fighting amongst the historic buildings. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah, um, you think that was? They didn't say explicitly, but they talked about was going in to Edinburgh. I was gonna say they I, talk about going to Glasgow, but it seemed yeah. like they were in Edinburgh. Yeah, no, that was totally in Edinburgh. Cause yeah, I, I've lived there. I was like, oh shit. I oh, know where cool, that is. nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When we were watching, she was like, oh fuck, I go right where that is. Yeah, so that's, that's like, cool. That's yeah. cool. Like, isn't it cool when that happens? That's, that is is cool. that like kind of right in the downtown there? Yeah. Like I remember yeah. like the hill because there, it's there's so many steep, windy roads there's a that very, all lead yeah. up to the castle. So it's pretty cool. That's pretty. It was cool. My favorite team up is. Uh, Peter Dinklage in this movie. Oh, oh shit! shit. Yeah, uh, fuck. a giant. He's a dwarf. A giant dwarf. But he's a giant dwarf. Yeah. Like, that like Peter Dinklage, awesome. the man. Genius. Mama mia. Because I'm so glad that didn't leak or get spoiled or anything. Because I saw him, I was like, shut, oh, shut shit. the fuck up. I did know. I did know that Peter Dinklage was in this movie. No, I know. I knew, we knew. I knew, we, 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 all we looked at IMDb, and yes. I was like, but who's he gonna and be? They, right. they say like about maybe ten minutes before they get to the the the, the Dead Star factory place. They're dwarfs. Uh, that he says like, oh, the dwarfs do that, and I was like, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I'm it's disappointed in myself good. I didn't make that connection because the thought I had was like, oh, cool. I wonder what dwarfs look like in the Marvel Universe. Right. And it's giant Peter uh, Dinklage's. And that's perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's beyond funny. It's He's so got that good. line, though, that like it really hurt. Uh, he's got that line where he's like, 
there used to be 300 dwarves in this place. And, like, I've seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's pretty much almost line for line oh, out yeah. of that movie. No, it's Super Minds of Moria. It's like, like 100%. Yes. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's okay. yeah. I really love how much they let Peter Dinklage just, like, lean the fuck into this oh, role. Yeah. He's acting the fuck out He of is, like, role. he's got this voice that, like, shouldn't work. And this, like, st- like his, his size hair. in comparison to everybody yes. else shouldn't work. Nothing should work, but it oh, rolls man. off so well because he's dealing with Rocket, Groot, and Thor. Yeah. It's just as insane as what's happening. The aerial shot where it's like them all walking. It's oh, just yeah. them walking and tiny, you just see giant Peter Dinklage with next to tiny Thor, tiny Thor so and good. tiny Rocket and tiny Groot. And it's just When perfect. they pitched that idea to him, he must have been like, that is very good. That's the best <laughs> idea I've ever... That's uh, a very inspired idea. Yes, please. Yes. So what did you guys think of Teenage Groot? I mean, he's not really right. in it very much. It's good. It's, it's fine. It's a good. It's a good Didn't progression. Go. <laughs> yeah. Didn't it's a good progression. Disappear. He's got one of, uh, I would say, like one of the top five moments in the movie. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, him oh. like creating him the hand, using oh, yeah. his arm. That yeah. So cool. that is that good shit. Yeah. Also, there's that one quick line where. Uh, they're like you speak. They say it's Thor. He's like they're like oh, you speak Groot. Yeah. He's like they offered Groot as an elective on Asgard. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's that shit. You can yeah. see that's that shit. You can I see like, like the Taika Waititi version like, of Thor yeah. is like creeping in. Oh, like yeah. Yeah. this is Thor's character now. We're really <laughs> aiming in on the humor. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And I mean, the kind of eccentric humor. When you're 15 years, 1500 years old, you have a lot of time for electives. You, right. def- you well, can kind of get them all. He probably was around for when Groot Groots were Groot. Right. Sure. Groot's I, also, like the last I also loved Groot when he was like, I am Groot, and they're like, language! Yeah. Or, or <laughs> when he's like, when Steve Rogers sees him, he's like, I am Groot. Right. And he's just like, I'm, I'm, Steve, I'm Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. Yes. It's like that's Because he's so, accepting. He's that, just yeah. 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 absolutely nice That was going very on. well yes. done. It's, like, it's so nice <laughs> to meet you. I'm Captain America. Which is also <laughs> a good callback to, or a reminder of the moment where they put this in the trailers, but... Uh, Spider-Man is interacting with. Oh, I love that! I Doctor love that Strange scene. for the first time. He's like, "Oh, we're using our made-up names." Oh, we're using okay. our, our made-up names. Wait, I'm Spider-Man. Spider-Man. A very, a very good take in the trailer. Different take in the movie, and the yeah. take in the movie is rolls off much better. I think. Yeah, I in think like so. the heat of the moment and everything, having like, "Oh, we're using our made-up names." Well, I am Spider-Man. Then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's a very good, good moment. I also, Boy. I also love when Guardians first encounter Thor, and he's like. He is not a dude. You're a dude. Oh, this yeah. is a man. This is well, this a man. Drax has some very good moments. Yeah, Drax in this movie. has some like admiring of Thor. Yeah, Drax is. A yeah. yeah, the <laughs> moments with the Guardians, I'm just like, yo, did like they get James Gunn in on the yeah. right? No, but they. He's no, a but they, they, no, he's they, a producer. He's a producer. Are you, are you changing your voice? They, they had him come in to direct a lot of the Guardian scenes. They had him like on set directing them. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I read that somewhere. The, but it makes sense. It makes they, sense they, totally because it cause really they flow nails it. Yeah. Because yeah. like it's you can do humor in the Marvel way and you can do humor right. in like the Thor Ragnarok way, yeah. but the humor in Guardians of the Galaxy is very much in the direction from James Gunn, beat for beat, mm-hmm. dialogue, how it's delivered, how it's framed, wh- the pacing between everything. You can everything. tell that the Ryan... has such good yeah. camaraderie. They True. really do. It's, yeah. like, it's like how you can tell that like Ryan Coogler was not directing the Black Panther scenes. Yeah. yeah. And also that he wasn't doing the CGI. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the CGI and the Way better. stuff, I was just like, oh, this looks a lot better than Way before. better. Oh, yeah. that's how it should look. Even though, just, just saying. I mean, I love, listen, I love Black Panther, but those are both like two kind of sides of the coin that I noticed, you know? If there is one weakness to Black it's Panther, the it's the CGI. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
This movie does not have a weakness in the CGI department. Oh god, the movie It's looks a looker. Amazing. Yeah. Planet looker. Titan looked great. Yeah, yes. I loved I loved having the different sets. You know, like yeah. at first I was like, oh, they're all going to be together on Earth, right? And then mm. Mike was kind of like, no, I don't I think they're like, all going to be together. We can't, can't pull it off because like, it doesn't and, fucking make sense. Right. I was like, they're going to they're gonna Empire Strikes Back them. They're going right. to create different... They're yeah. all working towards one end goal. But luckily for us, we've got a bad guy that uh, can uh, travel anywhere true. at yeah. all yeah. That's true. from the beginning because he gets the space stone. And he's yeah. like, hello, goodbye. I really... I liked... Uh, one of the things that I really liked was like I feel like leading up to this, you don't totally understand how all of the Infinity Stones work. They like, do a good job of like explaining for, it without being pandering. Yeah, like yeah. for the Dark World, you don't really understand that's, the ether and the that stone very yeah. well. And that's that was exactly very well done. What me and Jack were talking about earlier today, where I was saying I was like the Reality Stone is probably going to play a big role in the later half of the film because like they're not. The reality stone has never really been used in the Marvel yeah. universe the way yeah. that it is, and like that's a big thing. And it was very I mentioned cool. to you too, Diana, that I was yeah. like, I think that he's going to get more than just the two that we've been shown in the trailer, right. Oh, yeah. right. and that they're just CGIing like what they want you to think. When he shows up on Titan, they show that he oh he's only got two, but like yeah. by that point in the movie, he has th- he's th- or four, got right? almost all of them. Yeah. He's got four of them, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. No, it was very cool. I think what I expected the reality stone to do, the time stone did more of, though. Because I thought the reality stone Mm -hmm. was going to be more of, like, reality bending to the point of, like, you could retcon certain things. Right. Mm. But it seems like the the time stone is doing much more of that. You can. You can. It's more he's, like, toying around. That's why he's turning them into bubbles. I mean... You know, he's, he's having fun with it. And I do like the fact that Thanos does like uh, Star-Lord. That is, that, really, that, that is really that really is really cool. I mean, I don't know, like if that's a good point to like kind of get into that subplot because it's one yeah. of my favorite parts I mean, of the movie. It's, that was a about great it. yeah. scene. Yeah, well, like you know, the whole the whole like kind of uh, going back to nowhere, nowhere and him, you know, turning people into blocks or string. Oh my basically. god, when he chopped up Drax into that all was those like little, a fucking MC Escher. I was like. I was like <laughs> Uh, I was did like, they just kill Drax? Yeah, I was like, what I thought. No. I thought, I thought, and like, then they do it to Mantis, and I was like, oh, okay, good. Yeah, they're not because they're not going to kill both of them. Yeah. You see her eye blink, and you're like, all right, we're good. But yeah, no, that was very. No, that was a, super fun. That's a I lot. Mean, like at the end, like certain stuff starts happening, and you're like, oh shit, and then it starts happening a bunch, and you're like, oh okay. But yeah, before it's, that it's happened, be okay. I love the collector being in the cage, being like, excellent. This is excellent. This is magnificent. Magnificent. Just wash them out. Yeah. I mean, I think that scene, like, when he did that to Drax and, um, sorry, what's Mantis. her name? Mantis. 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 Yeah. Like, he could have not put them back together. It's very true. And that shows a little bit of Thanos' character. Like, he's not just here to murder everyone. Right. He's going to... He's gonna make sure people get out of his way so he can do what he's going to ac- he wants to accomplish. Well, as the great equalizer, he knows that they have their time right. once he gets all the stones. You right. Know? Once we see what he wants and we see how he reacts in the end when he gets it i think we have a very big understanding in the last frame of the movie of who thanos is and i don't think that he would kill gamora's friends and he wouldn't kill her sister he threatens to he hurts them yeah but in the end he's not doing it because at the end of the day we do find out that he is he does love gamora that gamora is very special to him and he loves her in his own way yeah. that from the outside and even from Gamora's point of view is dastardly and monstrous. Yeah. But in his own weird way, he does love her. And that's, you know, 
there's a little bit of like toxicity in this. He's an yeah. abusive and, but it's dad. Supposed but he's still to be, yeah. It's supposed to yeah. be there. It's well, that's I mean that's a key we thing. Can, with yeah. most we can relate to Thanos, but we're never supposed to agree sure. with him no. and his tactics and what he's doing. But being able to relate to him by throwing these very human characteristics on this cartoon. If we're being blunt about it, yeah, it's like this made up cartoon that's like big and purple and Mm -hmm. he's a space guy and he's bald and he looks like Bruce Willis. I don't care what you say. (laughs) He looks like Bruce Willis. He looks looks a lot. To be able to get that amount of empathy out of him is uh, a testament to like how well this movie was made and how good Josh Brolin was at being able to mocap this and make that sing he's he's on Andy Serkis level he's very very good he's doing actually it's crazy that Andy Serkis was able to play Josh Brolin (laughs) that well to be Thanos like it's um, really amazing it's incredible incredible. just like and it's it's a change up in his thing because he didn't mocap as Josh Brolin playing, he actually got prosthetic surgery done to him to look like Josh Brolin yeah, yeah. so he could go in on set because right. Josh Brolin had already been cast. And he's like, but I want to play Thanos. So he made himself look like Josh Brolin. He got yeah. his legs stretched and everything. Worked out for a long time. Looks mm-hmm. exactly like Also him. made a Deadpool movie like in the meantime yes. just like to keep <laughs> yeah. up appearances. Well, it's yeah. great. I mean, and he still is mocapping as Deadpool suit the entire time. That's why it's the crazy. eyes are able to move. Um, but I do want to talk about like we, t- we, talk- we touched on Thanos uh, a bit in the pre-spoiler, but I really think. Can we talk about his weird? Like, team? let's 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 dig in yeah. now, because like I think that we t- we said this before. Thanos really is kind of the main character of this story. Yeah. yeah. And it's in how well his character is portrayed and and um, fleshed out that like, you know, I again I was skeptical going in, but like right. pretty much right away I was like, I'm wrong. This is very good, and it's it's that and the emotional connection that he has. With, with Gamora, Gamora, that's kind of yeah. the emotional through line that I think is the backbone of this movie. Well, that like whole sequence in you know when they go to the, to see the collector and she thinks she killed him. Yeah, and she's then crying. she cries yeah. because that's still her father figure, even though he's a fucked up one. Right, it's is woo, you're just like Ugh. the yeah. two of them have like a really good arc where we realize that Gamora, for all the bad things that she said about Thanos and the bad things that he's done to her, she still cares for him it's probably not love but she cares for him in some small way that she can't even describe and i think that at the end of the day that might be favoritism she can she can feel the love poor nebula that's well that's the thing like i think that it's like the kindness that he showed over nebula to her like may have like manifested in this weird like well no 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 uh, he was always showing kindness more to gamora than nebula that's what i know that's what i mean that's what i'm saying okay maybe i mix it up but yeah yeah it's him going over Nebula to give Gamora love, I think, is like yeah. what manifests in this world. Poor Nebula, thing. man, she is not treated as a daughter. No, no. she's treated like she's a hunk of junk. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, I think um, it's it's another like Marvel Universe really loves their bad dads, and yeah. this is a different take on the bad dad. This is not the bad dad you were never there, dad. This is the bad yeah. dad you were always there, but you were abusive. But I still, you still raised me. You know, and, yeah. bad, and bad stepdad, bad stepdad. Right, you still bad raised me. Because they're manipulative. So exactly, it's like, like it's it's uh, you know, and like Wolfenstein too, right? I sure. think it's a good, like a good recent touchstone, where it's a very very bad dad in yeah. that game, but they show you the one moment where he, he nice. showed some kindness. Yeah, and that's the kind of kindness that 
in an abusive relationship like that, those are the moments that manipulate and string the relationship along. Because mm-hmm. if it was just bad all the time, then it would should have be a no thing. reason to like. So yeah. like ostensibly, the way that they react to each other, there were moments of kindness among all of the suffering and abuse totally. that happened. Yeah. And I think right. that that shines through really like well. Like showing that flashback of her first being taken. Exactly. Like he is sort of trying to show her kindness and protect her. It's his way. Right. The whole movie, the whole reason all this is happening is Thanos' like twisted way of seeing things. Yeah. But it's still, it's his way of being kind. It's his way of, yeah. of being like, and it's like there's almost something more touching to him to be able to not give birth to a daughter, but to select one. Right. Because that's, he's all about this like altruistic, like, it's all about culling many to save a few. And like, she's one of the ones that were saved from that, like genocide that happened on that planet. So right. that's, to him, she's the chosen child. She's super special. I think it's really important that in that flashback, we see that uh, Gamora as a child is walking down the middle of a row mm-hmm. where people have been sectioned off into two different sides and they're yeah. going to completely murder one side and let the other side live as is Thanos's way. Yeah. And that she has not been separated into one of those groups and Thanos comes up and something about her attracts him yeah, in a he, loving way where he goes, why he don't you come with me? Yeah, um, yeah. You just come... Like, you're not going to be placed on either side. You'll and that lie. says something about Gamora's character, but it also says something about Thanos in saying that, like, I'm not going to allow you to fall to the, the flip of a coin on which side you get put. Yeah. And I'm going to take you up here. And I think it's... There's a potential hypocrisy there, right? Thanos is, Thanos is a man that does monstrous things, but I don't believe that deep down he is a monster. I think that he has been driven... To, I know that there's yeah. a prequel thing... That they talk about the whole idea of him like trying to save his planet at first. There's like a comic book that came out. It's like four issues. Yeah. I didn't read it because I don't want it's canon, but I don't. No. I didn't want outside interference. I wanted the movie to work and explain it to me rightfully. Right. Um, the movie doesn't maybe necessarily always consider that. Like yeah. that is supplement to the movie. The movie is not necessarily the, yeah, considering the movie that. Is in not considering right. Yeah. And so I think that. I think it's very important that his entire character is based around the idea, like, I don't think that he actually wants to be doing this. I think that he feels the need to Mm. do it because in the past he fucked up and he was too scared and too weak to make the tough call that no one else would make. And now he's he's dead set on doing it, even if it costs him everything. That's what he says, you know, when I'm done... I'm going to rest. Yeah. Like, that's what he and wants. That's what he does at the end of the movie. Yeah. Right. And he, he rests on a grateful universe. I mean, yeah. Yeah. have we explicitly said, because we, again, we danced around it in the non-spoilery yeah. part, like, he wants to wipe out half, half the of universe. the life yeah. in the universe. Right. And, and then he's done. Right. Yeah. And and yeah. The, then you get that scene at the end, like, not to jump too far ahead, but, like, that scene with Gamora at the end where it says, you know, what did it cost? Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's Gamora. Very, you know, he, it's pretty good. The scene it's with really him and Gamora good. on the cliff to be able to get the soul gem with ya boy. Oh, oh shit! Man. You fucking called that, dude. Yeah. The I was points. Yeah. I was impressed. You called that. Mike Burge got all the points oh, out of this one. Wait a minute. One. I, I thought... wrote this movie, guys. Yeah, he no, really wait, did. All right, wait, 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 back it up, back it up. Because when we talked about this before, didn't you think that like he had the tesseract because he traveled away? No, I I no. like that. I was saying that him grabbing the tesseract and like he didn't get dissolved. He was being transported somewhere, oh, and he doesn't know how to control it, so it. he just like popped out somewhere. I see. I didn't know now where he was, was d- gonna pop out, but, but apparently he just like 
fucking turned into the Grim Reaper. No, he's, he's a Dementor yeah, now. He's, yeah, totally, yeah. he's a little bit of a Dementor, yeah. yeah. With no nose. I mean, I'm, Dementors I'm are basically... completely honest, like I don't get it, but I like it. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm just gonna probably <laughs> curse it. it. What's Chris he doing? Curse What's he doing? She was just like, who is that? I'm like, he's a Nazi? And he was in Captain America. She was like, Okay, I was like your girlfriend that we that we saw the movie with. Yeah, she was there, and she I know that she loved it because she was ecstatic the entire time, which is great. (laughs) Yes. Um. Yeah, that scene. I I actually I I always fell asleep during the first Captain America movie. Okay, I'm sure it's fine, but it's okay. Yeah. Um. Was that actually um. That was Hugo Weaving. It was Hugo Weaving. As soon as he started talking, I I don't know if you noticed, I like. Put my hand on my chin. I was like, like, "Well, well, well, Hugo, we meet again. Where have you been all my life?" But it sounds—it's a little bit like distorted. He's got that weird German like accent, and then when you throw on like the kind of mysterious veil that they're going for at the beginning. But I know, I know my Hugh Hugh. Yeah. Okay. And as soon as he starts talking, I'm like, there he is. After just having watched like the Matrix movies to do our podcast on the Matrix Mm -hmm. coming soon. Yeah. uh, I was just like, oh, I know this man. That also, is that is my boy. That is that is him. I've seen Viva Vendetta enough times. Where I mean, like, I could I could just close my eyes and I know he's around me. You said it to us. You're like, yeah, Red Skull could totally come back, and we're like, what? what? Why the fuck would he come back? Yeah. Like, who cares about that guy? It just makes sense because it's left open from the first Avenger, yeah. where it's like, yo, he's totally traveling right now, but you think he You're died because you don't understand man. that that's the space gem. <laughs> Gem stone, sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Um, they're, they're all, they're all the comic people. Are they're minerals, free. Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Marie, Breaking Bad, dog, dude. Let's move on. What's your name? Right? Uh, I watched Breaking Bad in like six days. All right. I didn't retain like anything. Oh, you did the thing all you right. tell me not to do. Yeah, because I want because it's bitch. really it's really addictive. The joke was not bitch. that good to spend this much Yo, time. Yo, bitch, on. move it up. Um, <laughs> the so there were a lot of. While we're on the Soul Stone, there were a lot of fan theories about where the Soul Stone yeah. was that I didn't read. Everyone thought it was in Wakanda. Yeah, but yeah. did you get into any of that? Was do you what we talked about briefly where I was like, if if the Soul Stone is in fact in Wakanda, this is why it would be there. This might be why they would be there at the end of the movie well, in it made from sense the trailers. Kind of the battle scene there, but and I guess I, ha- I had a, there. I had a theory yeah. that they would give um, Captain America, some of like the flowers that like grow from the earth and like they're infused with the soul stone, and yeah. they would give him some, and that's why he mm. would be able to kind of hold back the uh, like Thanos just a little tiny bit. Yeah, he's just, he's tough. just really he's just strong. talking tough. Yeah, it makes sense what they did. It's kind of it, it's very Snoky of them to like just yeah. like the one Infinity Stone that you don't know where it is, and you might find out in this movie. Hmm, mysterious. Where do you think it is? It's on a thing that you've never heard of before. Yeah, you don't yeah. know what this place is. And but I like there. the execution. I like that well, you no, have I to mean, get to it in a certain way. Well, I like to know more about what Red Skull's doing on that planet. What about? I'm interested in. I mean, that planet. whole yeah. sequence of, come back. of uh, Gamora being like, "If this happens, I need you to kill me." To Peter Quill. Yeah, she tries to kill herself. You know, like yeah. the yeah. whole like she's she's just like I don't want any part of this shit. Fucking yeah. bubbles, man. Bubbles. Strike again. So Peter you, Quill's got a rough ride in this. Uh, do you want to talk more yes. about some of those scenes that you said fell flat for you? Did we not mention any? Yeah, have we not hit any of them? Can we get uh, them naturally somehow? Yeah. Or? The, the the Gamora Thanos scene did not. Yeah, right. I think was you mean uh, when she at the final spoiler, moment. Spoiler. 
She dies. Yes. Thanks, Rami. Uh, yeah. When she starts explaining, she's like, <laughs> they're like, like Red Skull's like, all right, well, in order to be able to get this thing, bro, like you're gonna have to uh, sacrifice something. You're gonna have to uh, sacrifice something you love, a yeah. soul for and a soul. And then you're like, Gamora, there's only you three of us. Dumb. Of course, right. he loves you. There's only three of us here, and I don't love <laughs> right. you, Red Skull. Yeah. And, like, and then I was just like, I love the. Color I'm red, thinking to myself, I'm right. like, okay, so how are they going to uh, like handle what we know is about to happen? And they just have Gamora like, ha ha, well, 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 That's daddy. True. And she That's starts like walking around him. And I'm like, yeah, guys, you could kind of handle yeah. this a little yeah, bit better. I agree. Like, That's so, didn't necessarily yeah, the, the, acting, the acting is fine from Zoe Saldana yeah. and my sweet, sweet Hugo Reaving, <laughs> Weaving and uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah. They're doing fine. I just think the way it was staged. It's the writing also. It's just like. Yeah. A little bit. She gets too huffy too quickly. Like, yeah, it's weird because like the audience is just like, it's you, bitch. <laughs> like, this yeah, will yeah. You this scene the- will I land mean, for me you, on my second viewing. If you go yeah. back to Guardians Volume Two, mm. it already has come up that she was the favorite child. Like, right. Yeah. She was like Nebula's. Like he loved you. I wanted a sister. The fact that she doesn't think she went to such lengths to to take her and no, she, her, th- this know? is very like, much part of Gamora's thing. Like she wouldn't expect that. We yeah. as the audience are expecting it because we know, like, oh, he's got to get the Soul Stone. It's not just going to stop here. Right. Do you think... But she, she's like, the way you've treated me, there's no way that you love, love me. me. It's not even... She's not even considering it yeah. in the same way that she didn't even consider that she had feelings for him, which she's not even accepting now, which we as the audience know because we saw Her how cry. she reacted That's when fair. she thought she killed him. That's but fair. do you think that if the if it had been more staged like her saying, like, no, you don't. Like her realizing immediately it'd be her, but she, yeah. her being like, "No, you don't really or love like, me. That's not you real don't love really love me." That's fucked up. Yeah. Because she comes yeah. around to that realization, but I think what breaks it for us is her getting so confident so quickly that like, "No, so. you have not. You don't love anything." And yeah. it's like you're the only one here, so like you're yeah. going in that pit. You're fucked. And her just being like, "No, this yeah. isn't real love," and her like, like slowly kind of realizing like the break, like breaking down to the like. The acceptance, like the yeah. denial into the acceptance yeah. of like, no, actually he did. And that's, you know, where the tears come in. And right. There's only there. three of them there. It's not like he's going to pull out a knife and throw it in there and be like, that was my favorite knife. Yeah. Like, I really like that, did it. like so, that knife. Just holding I mean, a cat. It's like, I had this cat the whole time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I love Snickers. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just like, Snickers! Yeah, it's, yeah. it's my cat Bubbles <laughs> that <laughs> was always, I can always carry I always with me. Bubbles with me. This very smart creature I picked up on the planet Terra. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I call it Mitty. <laughs> Flashback to him being on the planet being like, you can kill half these motherfuckers, but this guy is so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm keeping the whole like, of you. Like, you like, take my me. hand and like the little cat like just like wraps his little paws around his big purple finger. <laughs> he's like, come, shows the cat like a double-edged switchblade and he's like, you see, he does it he does this with Plus all the kids. Yeah. He does this everybody. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Gamora. Gamora's she, like, you always loved that cat more than was, me. <laughs> she was bummed when she was standing there and she saw him do that with the cat. Like, that's our thing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you really don't love me. Uh, so that's one of the ones that fell flat for me. Sure. So before, I get it. And before you move on to another like, okay. thing that fell flat, can I ask you guys, like, you know, like, I felt like the um, the reality stone was explained really well, but I still don't necessarily understand the soul stone. I don't think he really uh, used the soul agreed. stone. I mean, I, I don't like, think... Like, I know he sees well, Gamora I think as a child. I mean, that's how he takes that's away his life like that. supposed to be her spirit? Uh, Avengers 4. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm kind of like, what? I mean, maybe that, like, plays into how he, like, can snap out life. He could 
take away yes. souls, and then okay. you can also probably return a bunch of them. I mean, yes. that was part yeah. of it. I, without even thinking about the soul stone, I was like, maybe if they get the time stone back, yeah. they can just well, rewind that's, I think and bring the, everyone back. Gamora's death is the one that's like, it's like low-key, Gamora's done. They're yeah. like, like it's all the people who turn into dust are the ones where you're just like... They might come back. Well, I mean, you know... Well, they're gonna make another Spider-Man. They're making another Spider-Man, Spider-Man and they told you it's about Peter's home life. Like, yeah. it's like, all right. Like, yeah. Well... It could be segwaying lying. from that, another moment that fell flat for me is uh, Peter Parker's death. See, yeah. I All didn't. right, hold on, hold on. Well. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because I want to save the disintegration stuff for later. I okay. want to get to that like towards but the But I end. do want to talk about that with you because I okay. actually felt like that worked. Oh, she's so Don't get me wrong. I, I felt it. I no, think no, no, it but I used like four seconds. Save it. More. Save it. Yeah. Let's get there four, because because yeah. like four milliseconds. But like I, I totally agree with you guys on the Gamora. Like I I was sort of like I should be more upset about this yeah. than I am. And they kind of just drew it out for too long. Where you're just like I know she's gonna get fucking thrown off that cliff. Yeah. So, so you don't have the impact yeah. as much. A scene that didn't work for me was when Gamora and Peter Quill are having their, like, romantic moment. They kiss yeah. for the first time. And they yeah, kiss. They kiss for that's, the first that's time. That's the first kiss they have. And, well, I'm, I think they probably kissed off no, screen. No, no, no. We, we ju- no, they, they're not romantically involved, really. Yeah. They have sexual tension. That we know of. I feel mm, like There's been a... Really? Some time has passed between Volume 2 and this, because Volume 2 only took place three months after Guardians of the Galaxy. That kiss, was, a little that bit. kiss was a first ass kiss. If no way. I, I kind of considered it a first kiss. It, it looked, could be either way. It looked not, like they're, yeah. They both looked like they don't even know how to no, kiss. I mean, either way, just <laughs> like, that was my gut reaction was that it was a first kiss. That's how I felt I'm well. remembering it wrong that they like established that they have feelings for each other at the end of Guardians 2. They do, 2. but they're like, they do, it's this but unspoken they thing. Like, they're, they're not humping on the back it. of that ship, dude. They're not humping, dog. The only person who's doing humping is Groot to his teenage self. Yeah, or Weird. Now. now you're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> or Peter? Death snap. <laughs> I feel like if he's not screwing around with other ladies because he's trying to hold out for Gamora. Yeah. He's oh, trying yeah. to be. He's trying to be oh, respectful. Oh God, Peter, Peter Quill, <laughs> yeah. not Parker. Oh no, no. It's like don't talk. He's Parker's, so young. Parker's masturbating. <laughs> he's, at thir- home. he's thirteen years old. Yeah. 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 That's fine. Where do you think he gets all the web food? No. James Cameron's first stop. draft of Spider-Man. You turn cool the, it. Turn this microphone off. Um, We're starting over. It's an allegory for Simon. Uh, wow. I was um, say else, but yeah, that but that moment between yeah. them, like first kiss or no, whatever, like that was the one where I think that was too long. I felt like that sequence worked better than later on when she was with Thanos and they were like, "I love you." I think it had a payoff though because he <laughs> did pull the trigger on her. Yeah, yeah exactly. It turned, so like I think that maybe that scene he did was it. a little weak, but he. He and was gonna. The thing of like, oh, that one, one landed for me totally. And then Thanos the, the says, the whole, "I didn't know if he was gonna do it or yeah. not." And I was like, "It can go either way right now." That I scene no was idea. so good. It was so yeah. tense. That one worked for me. Yeah. But the the scene with the two of them on the on the ship, where they're just like of oh, this long drawn out like Peter Quill keep doing the quips, and she's like, "No, I'm seriously like, this is supposed to, to be me. a serious moment." And then they land, they end that one with the punchline of Drax standing there, which right. was very funny. I actually thought that was pretty funny. That worked way better that's than the James, actual. That's a James Gunn joke. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. That was very funny, but like, <laughs> you know, it's it's. I think the the humor from Drax yeah. in that scene makes up for the lack of emotion between or connection that I felt between right. Peter and Gamora there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fair. I also I mean, liked yeah, Mantis I'm, I'm, I'm walking in. into that being like, no, I can see you. Yeah, yeah. No, that was good, too. I, I mean, I really like Mantis interacting with uh, Drax. Drax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their duo was great. I'm in on, like, most of the uh, romantic emotional stakes that they have with the movie. Like, I'm I'm in on them already. Those two yeah. are helping, I know, right? Drax I know some and, people and are. The, and Mantis? I feel like not no. yet. I feel like that could happen, but not yet. No, yeah, I, I'm, talk, too, I'm talking more like Black Widow and Bruce Banner oh, okay. and uh, Well, we don't Peter even really Gamora. get to see them interact. No, yeah, but like them just like seeing each other, I'm like, yes, I want to see them talk. And But they're just like such damaged people that they're even like almost Avoiding incapable of doing it's it. Because they're just like, uh, yeah. you can't do yeah. it. And then you just get the like, awkward. And yeah. then that's pretty much it. Right? That's all you really need. That's, that's really all you get. Yeah, because yeah. then they're just like, we're being attacked. Yeah. We got yeah. shit to do. So yeah. maybe they'll address that more in the next one. Maybe. Also, well, kudos, on, kudos to Marvel for putting the Hulk in the trailers. Yeah. And there's no Hulk. Yeah. He's in the Wakanda march. Yes, yeah. yeah. That was pretty yeah, nuts. what? Sneaky little bastards. Oh, they, 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 they fucked around they're, a Because yeah. they're just like, look. We made a movie, and uh, we hope you like it, and we got to make trailers to get people hyped for it, but, yeah. like, we ain't going to tell you no, shit. It's very, it's very I did smart. enjoy the, like, inner struggle with Banner and Hulk. I thought that was pretty well done. Yeah. It's cool, and then they still give him some time to kick ass in the Hulkbuster. Yeah. The fact he's in the Hulkbuster. You called that one like, as well. Points again to Mike you. Burge that you said, I don't think Bruce Banner's going to be able to get it up, and he's going to go into the Hulkbuster instead. And you were correct. That is painfully specific. But I, I also thought that we were going to yes. see no, him. No, he really said that. He I did say that. I thought we were going to be able to see him, like, yeah, he's but... in the Hulkbuster, and then he gets overtaken by those guys, and he goes, well, all right. And then we're going to get to see, like, the Hulk bust out of the Hulkbuster. I, yeah. I thought we, we were going to get to see well, some Well, he Hulks. even says that. He's like, well, yeah. when I Hulk out inside this thing, it's going to be pretty great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like, okay, they're in on the uh, joke it's, here. Yeah, it's better that they, they showed restraints. They're saving it for the next one. Like it's gonna be a something. big moment you when he comes wanna, back in like, the next y- you've one. You've got, you've got Thor and Hulk were left out of Civil War for a reason because these are our big dudes. Yeah, and you want to give Thor like that comeback, when that Thor, big save. When Thor gets yeah. his axe and he starts yeah. fucking people up on Wakanda, it's like, yeah. oh shit, Thor's actually awesome. one of the strongest the f- people ever. The Going, energy in that movie theater oh was electric. The, the theater exploded. Lord of Thunder. <laughs> Going from. The scene where teenage Groot lops his arm off to give him the axe. Oh, that was so good. Pretty much straight to Thor. Thor just showing up at the battle scene. Yeah. Pretty much immediately. It's just like fucking rock and roll. That shit was very cool. And I really, I loved it when, uh, when uh, Winter Soldier just picks up Rocket. Oh yeah, he's when just spinning like, around. People, yeah. people like that. One. Yes, yeah. people were into that I, shit. It was good. I had to say to all the action scenes in this movie, like we expected this kind of to be two-hour like action scene, yeah. right? right? And it sort of was, but for all the action that there is in there, yeah. I think even within the action scenes, there are character moments that right. never make you them feel dragged out. You still get like weird out. astral plane Thanos scenes where they really do take their time, and he's like floating in water and doing his weird shit. Like, yeah. yeah. That's that stuff is still there, you know. Like I, it's all really cool. I really like that opening fight scene where you first see oh, that was Tony very, Stark put on his nano yeah. suit, 
and you get the the you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards line, and then so you, good. and all the all the Doctor Strange stuff is I super really, cool in all I the fights. I also fight really scenes. liked that first glimpse of Captain America when when you saw Scarlet Witch trying to fight in the train station. Oh yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden they all show up from the shadows. I thought that was very the, well. Another done. moment cool. where the theater was psyched. It was yeah. very cool seeing this. On opening night with a theater full of yeah, rocket every, every, and the every, like. every one of like the major crew, yeah, from the from the original crew when they got shown up, like even like uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch show up and they're like, oh, it's those guys, cool. It's, and then yeah. as soon as Captain America shows up, it's like, yeah. But then Black Widow shows up immediately and everybody cheers again. Yeah. yeah. But in between that. Falcon showed up and everyone was like, there's that guy. Yeah, yeah he's here too. He's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're reserving it for like, you know, original recipe Avengers that yeah. we're, yeah. we're it's really true happy that we, to see. We haven't seen, you know, we haven't seen Captain America since Civil War and that came out in 2016, right? Yeah. Yep. So like, it, and it has been a few years. I guess just like, you know, we get so many of these movies, you kind of forget. Like, he's had a lot of time to let his hair seen. grow. He really is. This I is like the hair. I yeah. realized I like while the we were. Beard. Uh-huh. This that is something I see that you copied my beard. I like that. Uh, and he's just like, yeah. yeah I like that I Thor Ragnarok and this movie, everyone comments on his hair. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Haircut, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got a haircut? Oh, okay. I like it. I'm oh. surprised like nobody like Black Widow or Steve Rogers or like even like uh, Bruce Banner were just like, oh my God, your eye. What What's going on here? He's so yeah. David Bowie. No, David Bowieing the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had said like that you thought they CGI'd his his other eye. This is from Thor Ragnarok. Right. That That's from that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that they were like not revealing that like he was yeah, going to have an eye patch. Oh, yeah, yeah. In some of the early promotional true. work for Infinity War, they were just yeah. kind of showing him from the side. Um, get all he gets all Odin later. Right. He gets Odin. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I prefer the eye patch. Yeah, like, I think the eye patch is whatever. Cool. I also like that he's now David Bowie. So like, yeah. I also well, fuck with that. I mean, it's, it's their toy. They can do whatever they want with it that up is, on that screen. That <laughs> I don't care. Sure, true. Less than. Giving Thor his other eye back. It's what we touched on before, like Rocket Raccoon. Sh- like yeah, that's a branch. character it's an moment. Olive yeah. right well, there. that's a character yeah. moment because that's his thing. Is like taking body parts. Right. I do really love the little quip he gets where oh, he's talking. The best. He's, he's like, talking to Bucky. He's like, "I'm gonna get that arm. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get that, that arm. arm." He's like, "That's just for me. Not anymore. <laughs> so, that arm is fucking it's dust. Gone. Uh, mm. It's gone. So and that was the most brutal for me. Hold on." Are we'll we? Because I, I, we'll I really that. want that to be kind of yeah, the closer. You got it. I have one. Th- I have like kind of, maybe this is a good like segue because it's like kind of like wrapping up some bits. What's everyone's like favorite action set piece? Like kind of like big or, or like one on one or versus v versus. Like what's everyone's like favorite like big fight? Oh, I actually I can really go, liked... I can go first. Did that make it yeah, easier for everybody? It. Yeah, go ahead. I think Doctor Strange versus Thanos is like some of the coolest it's shit I've cool, ever man. seen in a movie. When Very he cool. multiplies himself and then does the crazy wraparound thing. And just like, you know, the my favorite thing about the Doctor Strange movie, which I, I had lukewarm feelings about overall though, was just seeing magic in the MCU. I was just yeah. like, this shit looks fucking cool. It looks really so good. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And like, and the fact that like Thanos could kind of like he basically has like a reflective shield so he can like absorb any energy and then redirect it and he can do that even with like the trickery of magic magic and like that's that's all very cool to me. So that was I think my out of all the fights I think that might have been my top. I mean 
that big fight between Thanos and like that's that's really feels like I mean the the big Wakanda battle scene is cool, mm. but the fight between Thanos and everybody that's over on Titan really right. feels like this is like an Avengers fight because like, it's Thanos I and got a upset team. Because I thought Tony Stark was actually gonna get killed. Yeah, we all because I did that. not want that to happen. Right, right. Okay. I thought he, I thought his card was punched. Yo. Yeah, yeah, really me too. Did. I mean, I think they were. Yeah. They I mean, were toying my with the audience was there. that he was not gonna die. So I was upset because I thought, oh shit, I'm wrong. And then I was like, oh, no. Well, the whole audience kind of sound because I think a lot of people went into this thinking like, contracts are starting to run up. They like, are though. Like you know, Robert Downey Jr. gets paid the most out of everybody in these movies. Like, they are gonna punch the ticket on him soon, eventually. And they kind of played with audience expectations there with yeah. that scene specifically because you kind of heard the whole audience go like. Oh, like they knew it was coming, but they still didn't want it to happen. They were just like, you could hear the like resignation. Like, like, oh, it's really, it's really good, like classic meta storytelling. Yeah. Where it's like, we understand the situation that this movie is about to drop in. Yeah. And we're going to do this specifically because we know that you think we're going to do this. Yes. And you guys are going to fucking hate me, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's honest. As soon as he got stabbed, I saw it coming. I was like, Doctor Strange is going to give up the Time Stone for him because he just said he earlier in the movie it. he wouldn't he do wouldn't it. Do it. Well, and I'm like, fuck, are, are they going to kill Iron Man? And that happened for no, like two I mean, seconds. I was like, oh no, Doctor Strange is going to give him the Time Stone. The and that's the only way he would get it. Yes. Because Doctor Strange is not going to give it up. Yeah. It's probably somewhere in some mystical realm. Yes. And I was like, that's how he's going to have to do it because it slowly became apparent that your boy Thanos is getting all the stones in this movie. Right. Well, the, they the, start to, like, by the time he's at four, you're like, oh, he's getting all dead. Well, once he gets the soul stone. Once yeah. he kills Gamora from yeah, the soul like, stone, oh, you're like, this all right, is he's like, going to get, gonna the get them all. They're not going to yeah. end it where it's like, well, you only got five. Like, they're not going to do That's that. why that scene, and, like, I think one of my, like, one of my other favorite action set pieces, there's so many, but, like, another one I really like is when Thanos lands on Wakanda and he just does that, like, straight, that Darth Vader Rogue One just fucking knock you all out. Everybody just is flies. Because, you know, it's like, it's like, you as the audience, like, yo, he's getting that shit. No one is stopping him. Not even what Scarlet Witch is trying to do. Like, it's just, they're fucked. I mean, there's, there's the whole, at least first half of the movie, it's like, they're going to do it. Are they going to do this? Yeah. yeah. Are they going to do this thing that they've been setting up? Like, they're going to do it. Are they going to do it? And then <laughs> past the... Like, yeah, like you said, yeah. once he gets the soul song, it's like, no, they're going to fucking nah, he's do gonna it. Get, he's getting all of them. And I still want to save that for, like, kind of the, our last mm-hmm. sort of segment here. But I want to shout out to Squidward because I really liked all his <laughs> scenes. I he's, really like the character design a lot. Yeah, I, I like, like the his powers power. that he had. Yeah. And, and the, really the scene cool. where they kill him is awesome. Because like yeah. the Peter Parker, like, have you guys seen that old movie <laughs> Aliens? Uh, I love just like that he does weird acupuncture to Doctor yes. Strange. Like, that well, was really cool. I love that he's got so much power. He's, he's very able, powerful. He's able to just fucking deflect everything in the first act of the movie. I Real quick, him up. too. Really like that Peter uh, says the wrong movie. Because what they do is from Alien. Not uh, Aliens. Oh, well, that makes sense. He's a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I might be wrong, but when I think of, like, vacuum suck in an Alien franchise, I think of the end of the first movie. No, Aliens, don't... I don't think really has, uh, like, on. a vacuum suck moment. Doesn't, doesn't she fight 
the big alien in the big suit? Yeah. And don't they open the door to suck the alien out at the end? Isn't that aliens? Mm, do they open it up? I think that's aliens. Yeah, I think they... Yeah, no, because yeah, because the queen gets on the ship. Yes. And then they open it up. So she's not in the suit. Right. At that point. Oh, no, she is maybe. She's in know. the suit. She fights the queen. I, well, since I've seen I retract, but I will not edit this out. Maybe we could, if we had like a podcast series. You're on the record. I've got to be wrong at least once tonight, guys. Maybe. Yeah. Shut up. First time for everything. Monster. Um, maybe if we could do a podcast series where we talk about older movies and perhaps like even, I don't know, just throwing, throwing darts at a uh, board audio here. Show. Audio audio show. Show. Actually, actually, we have a really good episode like that on Story Screen Presents it's called Overdrinkers. That's actually what you've done multiple episodes of that. It's really weird that you don't remember that. Huh. It's almost, like it you're, it's almost like you're Over a bad drinker. Over drinkers? Over drinkers. It promotes alcoholism in watching movies. I was going to say, was I drunk? I don't really yeah, remember. I, was, yes. I, I mean, okay. I've said to you Fair. on more than one occasion that you could also make a non alcoholic beverage. Just we saying. do do non alcoholic yeah, ones. Blue milk once. Yes, there's That's no it. alcohol in blue milk. That It just takes one to, to not always be <laughs> alcoholic. But, uh, Let me guess. Was it maybe a certain a sibling wall? of mine that didn't want to drink alcohol? No, I think it was Mike's idea. He, you know why he doesn't want to drink alcohol on your he's show? Because so he's afraid you're going to try to fuck him. That's it. Uh, afraid? <laughs> or nervous? Um, Those so two things go hand in hand. I really liked the fight scene in the train station where you first see Black Widow okay. take the alien weapons. But I also I liked seeing Scarlet Witch be a little more kick butt. She is definitely and a more she's, the, of her she's the best in this movie. I yeah. Think. yeah. It was the best yeah. we've seen her. Yeah, cuz I don't really care for her too much earlier. This it's, is a little better. But yeah. the sequence of her like trying to to, to destroy Vision's yeah. mind gem stone that fell flat for me. I felt oh, like really? that was like a little too long. It was very long. It was I was sort of long. like, all right, get it over with. Did you bring up the second hand? I got, I got, I got that one just fine. I didn't get anything. Nothing fell flat on me for that because I, mean, I was I, really wondering. I didn't know who. I, I didn't know if Thanos was going to get there first and yeah. just like crush Scarlet Witch's head or something. Yeah, and like yeah. throw her away like a rag doll, then take the soul stone. Like I knew he he was getting that for, soul stone. Yeah, for me, mind stone, mind stone, mind stone. Sorry, for me, what did I say? you soul. said soul stone, soul which makes sense because Vision has a soul. Can you train. get it right for so once, sorry. please. Oh, for, for me in that start scene, it up. like arrival. I was so arrival, nigh arrival. I was so into what was just happening in that scene that like I think the the thing that made me the most sad in that sequence was. The fact that Vision has to die twice. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like the heart. It's not so much Man. that like it's like it we know he's gonna heartbreaking. Yeah, it's like we know yeah. he's gonna get it, but it's like he just brutally got his brain removed yeah. two times now. I mean well, he and also remember. He I hope but that's the way the time stone works, I would think. think I, would, I would imagine. Do you yeah. think in the second well, instance of it happening that there's a chance they oh, can bring actually, him back? No, I think it's, wait, I think no, it's no. they were trying wait, wait, to. Wait, wait, I need I need to retract that. Because in Doctor Strange he remembers every time he tries to kill the monster. The monster remembers. Oh, the monster remembers. You're right. That's the whole yes. thing. So, like, he, the person controlling the time stone... Is always good. Is always good because they're going to remember, but other people do notice. They're like, wait, what's going on here? This already happened. So, you're right. He does die twice. Well, and it's also, brutal. not only that, Scarlet Witch has to kill him yeah, herself. Yeah, she has to watch it. And then watch him die again. Right. Like, that also sucks. And then, no, she yeah. failed. Yeah. Because mm. he still got A the stone. A big theme of this movie is failure. And it right. just reminds me... 
so much of this movie that came out last year during Christmas time that people just didn't really fucking like because their favorite heroes, they just didn't seem to be succeeding at all. They seem to be failures and dealing with failure. Fate, Fate of the Furious came out in the summer. It's the I was going to say, I, I like Star Wars. <laughs> it's Star Wars The Last Jedi, yeah. and this movie has so much in common with it, and yeah. people... I, I can't win either way, because if people don't shit on this movie for being about failure, I'm going to be like, well, what about Last Jedi? And then people do, I'm going to be like, everyone's an idiot. Maybe we should equalize the entire world. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like an Maybe ongoing... Maybe start with the old people, I'm just saying. Start with the old people, or the ones who didn't like Last Jedi. I it's, don't know. it's almost like an ongoing theme in modern storytelling and cinema is like reflecting on things that we've done wrong as a society. Yeah. Mm, or thinking about how the past is not always, you know, as rosy as we think. Yeah. Mm. Maybe all those heroes that we look up to are fallible. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't say anything huh. much about that. I don't know. It's also a, a lot. I think this movie is about sacrifice, and they talk a lot True. about not sacrificing the one to save the many, especially life going up life. against Thanos, who is so much like. No, we need to sacrifice all these people, and the the entirety of it's so big, many times the Avengers guy. say like we're not giving up one they for say the that, many. But everybody essentially is willing to. They're throw willing to make their sacrifices, they're but all, they're not they're letting each polite. other do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> they're all and very nice about it. In a lot of instances, no, if, let me. No, kill me. No, 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 no me. No. no, 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 me. I'll sacrifice. Yeah. Myself. In a lot of instances, if they just did that. It probably would have worked out better. Yeah, but, Th- but Thanos <laughs> is already the biggest hypocrite because you know he ain't gonna sacrifice himself to the fucking millions of numbers. I'm right. talking more about like just like... if she, if Scarlet Witch had a destroyed Vision way earlier, maybe. Yeah, I mean she she was probably. with him the whole time. She could have done it. Yeah. But instead, but yeah. you know everyone was it's... even even all of Wakanda was just like we're gonna protect the weird red guy that just got here. Yeah, yes. Yeah. To take his like not even even Mbaku was just like, oh, this is the mission today. You're my brother. Usually I really disagree with you, but in this movie I'm pretty down. Yeah. Like, yeah. you think if he knew, if anyone would know it was up, Mbaku would be like, destroy him now. Mm, that I, would be more true to his character, but I'm not going to really stand on that high horse I either. think they're just a lot tighter after the effects, horse. or not the the uh, um, events of Black Panther, mm. that they're, Mbaku's mm-hmm. just like, no, nah, I'm ride or die now. Like, whatever, yeah, he's, you, he's whatever you need. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. He's part of the council. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so no Hawkeye. In this no movie Hawkeye. At all. Hmm. They left which, him out of the poster on which purpose. Which Mike called, and I didn't want to agree with. I was hoping Hawkeye was going to show up, but uh, yeah, he didn't. And they made that kind of. Uh, they made that decision. They made that decision. Uh, another Mike prediction that I didn't want to agree with, but I was. <laughs> and then I said during the movie, "Man, you fucking called it." Sorry. Was that he was saying like, "Oh, I think we're going to end up with Hawkeye in possibly an Ant Man movie." You know, okay. that, like yeah, he's I can see doing that. a side Or he's plot. gonna be all of the poster for part two. Well, because <laughs> just the, it's I mean, just it's gotta, it's gotta that's be what like, I've heard because I've heard that he has a part, two, role in part two he goes Ronan. Like um, this, the way this movie ends, Ant Man and the Wasp is coming out in a couple months, yeah. and then Captain Marvel's the next one. Then we got Avengers four after that. So we got some more people to kind of. And Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties, so it doesn't take place after the events of Infinity War. Mm. Okay. So I got a feeling that Ant-Man and the Wasp I got a feeling. might take place before or maybe during the events of Infinity War before the big thing. 
So and things that are going, we're going on, to see but, Ant-Man yeah. and Hawkeye doing something and that the reason that they ha- they've kind of held back on releasing the trailer for um Captain Marvel. No, releasing the trailer for uh Ant-Man and the Wasp, like they released a teaser and they just did like a oh. couple little things, okay. but they I, haven't I was revealed say, I the trailer did they haven't revealed the story seen a yet. Trailer for that and movie. I got a feeling that like in the next couple weeks we're going to get the Ant-Man and Wasp trailer that's already been shown I think at CinemaCon or something mm-hmm. and that it's going to reveal that Hawkeye might be in the movie a little bit. Yeah. And that it's Hawkeye and him are off on this could be two separate things where Ant-Man's doing this and Hawkeye's doing something else. Well, she, um, you know, Black Black Widow kind of is like they had families, they took a buyout deal. It's kind of like the idea, well, the teaser that we did see of Ant-Man is that he's like wearing an ankle bracelet, like he's on house arrest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, he made that compromise because he wants to keep his daughter. I mean, (laughs) and they make that mention in the movie too, where it's like, oh, Scott and Clint, they went the family route after the Accords. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like with Clint, that doesn't make a lot of sense because he's like... Off or the grid. both of them too. Like they got rescued from the raft. Like he can't just be right walking yeah. around. The government want them. So yeah. I feel like they're toying around a little bit with what the story about in Ant Man and the Wasp is because both Scott Lang and Clint would be very wanted, and we're shown in Infinity War that General Ross still wants him. Yeah, he, yeah. They, so they, they can't just be like yeah. living normal lives. They got to be doing something on the down low. Now that I'm thinking about um, that scene. With General Ross, where he says, like, arrest him. Yeah. Um, what happened to the Don Cheadle? Oh, what? Why Civil does War? he look like the end of... No, 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 in this movie. Did something happen to him? Why does he look like the end of Beetlejuice? I said this to Robbie <laughs> during his the movie. Ne- his look, neck is very skinny. His neck is skinny. What's up with He's losing weight. Yeah, he looks sickly. Is that is he okay? But is that supposed to be like part I, of the movie? I mean, like, I don't know, but I know. Oh that... no, I think that's just Don Cheeto. I don't think he's sick. I think he's just like he's losing, like he's working out. I don't well, know. Well, because that, that might have been it too, because like his torso was very big. Yeah. But his head looks so you know small. What? But at the end of Civil War, when he's actually like fallen from the sky and hurt himself and essentially paralyzed himself, he looks rough. Like he looks skinny. Yeah. He looks yeah. like he's like not okay. And so oh. I kind of took it like this. Like he's like. He's mm. wearing his Tony Stark prosthetic legs. legs. Those pants rock, by the and, way. But like his... Cool. And Mike was saying, like, maybe in Wakanda they'll fix him. And I, I, I would and love just, for that to happen. Just, I don't think they got around to They didn't it. have the time. You know, no. Like, Vision was taking up the one the operating table. Yeah. Or at least uh, Shuri's, you know... Attention. Brilliant mind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because it's, it's like torso and back were really... Big. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to spend too much time on it. Not but it was something Shuri. I was like... You okay, Don? Everything yeah. going on? Are you all right? Yeah. I think he's doing all right. He's okay? I think yeah. he's just, I think he's just maybe, you I know when people look is... too healthy, where you're like, mm. that doesn't look, you look well, like you've gotten so healthy that you're sick, like you I need to calm down. I also have like, Iron Man too. When you get mm. older, <laughs> if you are thin, you look older. True. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah, which is which is where I'm, I was going next because yeah. General Ross he looks rough. Definitely looks ten years older totally. than he did in The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Oh, like who, boy? William Hurt William aged Hurt. ten years. Yeah, he sure did. He's yes, he did. He yeah. sure did. I mean, you know, he's still okay, he's right. but he's he's like yeah. he definitely looks ten years older. Yeah. He's a hologram. so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> they say the hologram like you know adds on a couple pounds. That's tr- no, that's why I, I, never, that's why I never project myself. I think myself. in his case it took off a few pounds because <laughs> he looked gaunt. <laughs> All right, I think we're getting to the end game here for our show tonight. Mm. It's getting late. Yes. The sun is coming down. Aww. 
And we guy. need to talk about we need to talk about <laughs> the final sequence of this movie and I'm we've saved it. But they did it. He snapped the fingers. They did it. They did it. And yeah. Half and of everything dies. He got Once, all the stones. He fucking did it. And yeah. I applaud this movie for setting all that up and having this I mean, I think having knowing that this is like a two part movie basically mm. kind of takes a little bit of this the the sting of it out but like the fact that they actually went there and gave you this scene where you're like half of everyone's gonna die and they just slow like the i think the way that the effect of people disintegrating yeah like um, that yeah. first the first one of, of bucky you're like what the fuck is happening and he just says steve yeah and it doesn't <sighs> even dawn on me like oh thanos won this is what's happening like, yeah. you're just like what the fuck and then is they kind happening? of systematically do it and then yeah. kind of to bring it back to the conversation earlier, like the Peter Parker death scene, like overall, all of them dying has a little bit less of an impact on me because I'm just like, there's just no fucking way they're not going back for more movies. I don't know. I, I was th- sitting there thinking, like, just imagining like all these contracts, Chaos. all these contracts <laughs> disintegrating, like tears yeah. in the rain. These all these they actors, their contracts that we might not know how many movies they've signed on to, just Go oh, it's gone. Bye, bye. Well, then we do, and I just don't. I don't yeah. buy it, you know. But it, it, but like that's why I still like like Peter Parker's death scene still like hit me because it's like they drew his out the longest, and he just seems so scared. I mean, yeah. he's a kid. He's a child. He's a kid. Yeah, he's a kid. And he no, looks it's to like Tony uh, as yeah. a father figure, and he's like, I'm scared. I don't want to go. Yeah. It's and terrible. a lot of these characters, but, like, I think... you said, that didn't really work for you. Right, no, I get that he's a kid and he's scared. I felt like that one was one of the figure. more effective The, the ones. moment that they do yes. that in Homecoming works, like, bangers for me. Yeah. When he's really scared and he's stuck under something and he's screaming for help. And we, yeah. we, we remember that this is, like, this is a fucking 15-year-old kid. Yeah. 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 Uh, in this one, they're going for that again. Uh, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. And he's just like, I feel funny. I'm so scared. Uh, again, seeing this again, I think that it will land on me more. But just because so much is happening at the end of this movie, I mean, you've already, and I've already gone through so much. Yeah. It was just, it, it felt a little forced. Uh, that's not saying that it was. It's just, I was going through a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, you've already are that's just, fair. I mean, they cut to white. Yeah. After Thanos snaps it. I mean, it's a great moment where Thor comes out of nowhere with the axe and right. gets him. He gets Thanos. And Thanos just get, has the line, like, should have gone for the head. And he just snaps his fingers. Yeah. And they've been talking. They've been setting it up this yeah. whole time. All it's going to take is a snap of the fingers. And then he does it. And then the cut to white. And then that's when you get the great Gamora scene. Yeah. Which yeah. I really liked because it goes back to that character moment. Yeah. All the kind Thanos. of astral plane right. stuff yes. is always really cool. And then when it comes back, you like... In that moment, I'm thinking, like, are we just going to come back to half of these people being gone? And no, it's like, we're putting that knife in yet, and we're yeah. going to twist it slow. slowly, taking them away. It's like, whether yeah. you believe it or not, like, they're going to try, they're doing, they're doing the best job they can at making you feel like these characters are going. Right. And I think that, uh, for the most part, I think it's very effective. Like I'm take, watching them disintegrate. It's very sad. It, it's terrifying. You well, know? it's also because you're like, oh shit, who's the one who's that's next? Go? And they're all yeah. just kind of like standing around looking at each other, like, uh, am Why? I next? Like, like who fucking knows? It's, yeah, it's yeah. it worked for me. I mean, 
when Black Panther goes, you could hear everybody just like, in, <gasps> like wait, what? It's like, you can't do that. Which is like, no, they can't. And they won't. <laughs> they but, won't. And they won't. <laughs> but that doesn't remove you from the emotional impact of the moment. Right. Like, yeah. if if you're there and you're you're into the energy of the room and the, yeah. the chemistry of the movie, like, it still, I think, lands. You, like, you forget about those contracts for a minute and just be like, you're watching Black Panther disintegrate. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, I also like that on Titan, like, we thought Tony Stark was going to die. He doesn't. Yeah. And then he kind of fulfills his prophecy from Ultron where he's, like, watching other people die. He failed. He doesn't yeah. save them. He, he fails. He and you're just like, shit, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I, and I he and I, Nebula I, are stuck on Titan. How the fuck like, is going to Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. I, Tony Stark. I, w- I think I would have liked Thor uh, maybe a little bit more from the Spider-Man going out. M- more of like a, a reasoning behind why he gets so scared all of a sudden. Because like this guy, this guy, this kid's been dealing with all this crazy shit throughout this entire movie. Yeah, Intergalactic nonsense. And I, I get it. I get it's what still they're a going. Game. I get what they're going for. But I think it would have like. Nailed it home a little bit more if he was just like, oh, I feel funny. Uh, something's happening. Like, is there something with the suit, Mr. Stark? Like, is something with the suit that can help me? Like, what is there something with the suit that you put in the suit? I don't know. And they, that could be like Tony is being shown, like, even though he made this protective suit for yeah, him, there's yeah. nothing that he can do for him right now. I think him just hugging Tony Stark. I guess. Is like a I, don't know. Yeah. I think I was like, just looking I again. So I was just yeah. looking for like the tiniest little Tweet. extra push to yeah. like really push me over. No, because I get I get that he's yeah. a kid and I get him that he's Tony. a father he's figure pretty, like, he's not naive though like he knew the stakes going into this he yeah. knew that thanos could wipe that his goal was to wipe out half the 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 population of the universe and he also just watched drax and and peter quill die in front of him yeah. Yeah. and then he's the next one to go and, and he's too mantis, mantis really, as well yeah. and he starts they pretty much got all the guardians except for rocket that's because a lot of them are not gonna be in the next movie which they're gonna they gotta make some room for some new I people also thought, no like, but I was like, man, they're going to kill Rocket again. No. I mean, not Rocket. Group. They're going to kill Groot again. Yeah. I was yeah. like, and that's, Rocket's got that really good scene where he's just like, no. And like, he's just barely not saying not again. Yeah. yeah. But well, I, I, I think that goes, that's the callback back to Thor saying like, what do I have left to lose? And Rocket saying like, I've got a lot to lose. Right. Mm-hmm. And he loses everyone. All, all of it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think they're going to deal with that in the next he movie a everybody. lot. That's true. I think that is going to be a big part of the next I mean, movie. He's still got Nebula, I guess. I guess. I guess. Not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is, um, who is Miss Marvel? Or oh, Captain, Captain, Captain Marvel. Who is Captain well, I don't know well, anything that's about the character's her. name in the comic books right now. Now it's Miss Marvel. It is Miss Marvel. Uh, but okay. it's Captain Marvel. And Tell us about Are we done talking about disintegration? Are you moving on from that already? I just don't really know what else is left to say. Oh, you know what we never talked about? But I wanted to ask, like, because you've read the comics, like, all the weird... I know we talked about you You liked him, but all the weird henchmen for for Thanos. Mm. Like, who are those supposed to be from the comics? Like, I don't they're, know anything about them. They're just them. new. They're, they're no? like, they're like, you know... Uh, Thanos' the is of, like followers Thanos. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he like sends them out there to try and find. The pretty wounds. much cut for cloth, like exactly what it is in the movies. Right. They're pretty okay. tough, and they just do like interpretations yeah. of them and like right. make some be this, make some be that. Uh, for uh, like cannon fodder, they're pretty fucking cool. Yeah, especially they're they're, word. Like, they're, really they're cool. super strong motherfuckers uh, for our good guys to kill because like they ain't killing Thanos. Right. right. I want to talk a little bit before we move on to Miss Marvel because I have sure. thoughts about like kind of the end there. Um, who we're left with here and yeah, like going into the with. going into the next movie 
who we're left with and, and where we think the state is going to be. Because we we're already touching on that. All of the original Avengers are still there. Ironically enough. No Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is gone. Doctor Strange yeah. is gone. Um, so we've got... We about... Excuse me, Robert. Nick Fury is a member. You're right. Of Nick Fury, he's, he's like the one. And he yeah. is gone. But we got Cap. We got Iron Man. We got Thor. We, have we got Black Widow. We got Hulk. Yeah. Hawkeye, we don't know about. Right. He's yeah. right. I, 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 The one thing I said. Great. And just, they just cut to him. Yeah. And he's just like, just cooking eggs or some yeah. shit. And he's like, what? Oh, gone. <laughs> Watching TV is just like, man, New York's really all fuck. Man, I'm I sure am, I sure am glad I stayed out of this whole thing. Yeah. And they, whoa! Yeah. And then we have the added bonus of having Rocket, you know, come into play with the original Avengers cast for the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Yeah, so I, I think it's it's smart of them to do this. Oh, we didn't, Rocket and Bucky real quick. I mean, yes, right? Right. Diana mentioned the spin. That's Diana mentioned it. Oh, because that's phenomenal. It was great. That's like the audience erupted when that happened. It was awesome. I'm gonna get that arm. Yeah. No, we talked about that. No, I'm gonna get the arm part. I'm talking about like the spinning. Oh yeah, no, the spinning was awesome. I mean, because the spinning was pretty reminiscent of the prison scene from Guardians One with Groot. So it's totally, yeah, it totally worked. So yeah, that's. Is that everybody that's left? Pretty much. I mean, we, uh, we also have War the, Machine still there. Uh, War Machine still alive. What's her character's name? Uh, Denai Guerrera from from Black Panther. From Black Panther, it's she's like, oh, the guard. Um, it's like okay. she's like the general. Yeah. Oh, I say Michonne from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Mbaku still alive. Mbaku's still alive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because they, they 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 off Shuri's Bucky and then they start kind of going she through is, the fields got, like, and it's out. like, oh, everybody except all of the main characters is dying. And then they yeah. come the back Koye. and they go, oh, no, also, by the way. That. Yeah. Okoye. Yeah. Okoye, yeah. And it's great, too, because Black Panther runs up to her. And you're like, oh man, she's about to bite it, and then they're and then like, nope, dips. it's yeah. him. That yeah. was a good. That was definitely that was a rough. good twist. That's traumatic. Yeah. That was and then, rough. And then yeah. she's just like, especially after seeing Black Panther, and she like, I mean, after the trouble to save his life. Yeah. After yeah. Like, after Black Panther being one of the biggest movie. I mean, obviously this was made before that, but like Black Panther was just the biggest. Yeah. Is now the second biggest movie of all time before well, Avatar. Past Titanic. Yeah, it which might be it, like the one. <laughs> No, I think Avatar sure. is still one, but Ugh, but now Black Cat Cat Yeah, I know. Trust me, but mm. sp- oh, we didn't even talk about James I Cameron opening I his stupid dumb mouth talking about <laughs> Avengers. Stupid dumb mouth. Fucking hell. Yeah, because he's a stupid dumb mouth talking about that. Yeah, we'll, let's move past that. Mm. But I mean, mm. yeah, after like everybody fucking Black Panther setting the world on fire, everybody right. loving Black Panther, and then they're just like, yeah, Poof. he's gone. Poof. Yeah, and it's great too a... because by the time Black Panther came out. This was already shot, and this yeah, was like a thing I mean. that was going yeah. to happen. So everybody else, like, <laughs> fucking Chadwick Boseman is going to interviews, and he's just like, well, this, you'll see. Yeah, it was, really, <laughs> it was really fun doing that movie. <laughs> it kind of makes it funnier, too, now thinking about, like, because me and Diana watched, like, a bunch of, like, uh, late-night show stuff, like, with all the oh, cast members coming yeah, out and talking like and all different yeah. things. And they're all just like, oh, you guys can't talk about who dies, right? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and they're like, ha, ha, yeah, isn't that funny? And I'm looking at the the like the seats in my head now, and like almost everybody died. Right. Yeah. Except it's for like, Tony Stark. Except for Tony yeah. Stark. And so. and and uh, Black Widow. Right. And like Paul Bettany ate it. 
Yeah, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk remains, right? Hulk's alive. I think Hulk's, Hulk's alive. alive. Yeah. yeah. So Mark Ruffalo. Well, they have they had to have that payoff of his him hulking back out. Yeah. He's gonna have. He's gotta come back. And now, I mean, who knows? Like, well, so Thanos's like arm is all like. If you guys remember, the glove is all fucked messed up. up. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. I think the, the glove got fucked up, but the stones are probably fine. You'd imagine. Explain yeah. to me why did that happen? Why so, I mean, the, the thunder axe? It's the, oh, it's from the thunder. Okay, yeah. all right. Or no. which is from the lightning. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I no, thought no. the glove was fine. I think it's just doing that really took, did up. a number on the glove. did a number on the glove because the glove <laughs> we're told is like it was built by Peter Dinklage's dwarf character. Yeah. And he, like, made it as a thing to be able to hold them and control them, but doing something of, like, the aggression of, like, destroying half the universe. Yeah. Probably. I think, like, it, like, kind of crushed it, so he, yeah. maybe now, going into the next one, he's got the Infinity Stones, but maybe he doesn't have the vessel to be able to control them. Which Perhaps they're going to have to if get they the vessel. Go back to Peter Tinklage in another one, they can get another glove and perhaps put it on and one... Thor? Mr. Hulk. Oh. Mm, and then he could snap back reality again and bring back some Not to start. People. Oops, there goes reality. There, go, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Does it have to be for big hands? They can't make like a little hand? I think yeah. it's got to be for big hands. It looks rocket, like it was like made for big hands. They've already got the schematics. I feel like it's going to yeah, end up fair. on Thor. I mean, the stones are not very He's big. So you can make that glove whatever size you want. Yeah, I guess you're right. The little guys. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Doctor Strange could just get the time stone and, like, practically kill himself by, like, turning everything back yeah, in time. Yeah, true. Right. And then we no, just Doctor have to... Strange is gone. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. Very important. That is true. Yeah, so he he's gone. He actually can't do that. Benedict Wong is still around. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. We yeah. don't know about most of those I'm off-screen characters. I'm assuming if you don't show them get disintegrated, we can assume they're still around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fuck knows, man. Yeah. So All bets you, are off now. you guys want to talk about that end credit scene, post credit scene? Well, so Captain I Marvel? so when the they show Thanos with his kind of sunrise scene, yeah. like he's right. and he smiles and he smiles, yeah. Yeah, and exactly. then they just end the movie cut and to black. cut to black, and then they they you know give you the initial credit scene, and then great font choice, and then Infinity War comes <laughs> up, and then they do the disintegration Oof. of that, like yeah. and then it, and then they just start something. rolling the credits, like. They've they've made it's almost like a running gag now that there are you everybody sits there and expects these credit sequences, right? Like they played with it a little bit with Spider Man Homecoming with the very end scene being right. the Captain America PSA vi- video about patience, right? And right. like it's, it's, it's kind of Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2, like, aggressively like five, made yeah. fun of that, yeah, where they're just like, we've got tons of these. Become cliche that all of these movies have these post credit sequences. And why not with this movie that is the penultimate, like, Avengers movie, right? Because there's going to be one more next year. But, like, we all know about that one next year. Just let this one hang. Like, let the ending be the ending. And that's why I was really sitting there thinking, like, don't do it. Just leave it. That's a really good, heavy... I just think that 90% of audiences want it. I think if you're an well, Avengers fan, the, it's do you know even, me, Robbie? Yeah, I, know, I know, I know, I know. It's but not, like, yeah, you're, you're wrong. Yeah. It's yeah. not even that. No, it's, you're wrong. It, it's no, not even. I think that it's handled well. I think that it's an easier idea to think up like, oh, because this is like the penultimate one. Why don't we not do it? Won't that be fun? But Somebody they, threw that across the table, and everybody else went like, yeah, but we're in the business of fun, buddy. You don't think like every Joe Schmo is gonna think that, dude? Like, right. When it ends, dude, they just disintegrated half this yeah. this cast. And I think let it's it great like not let it be a, hard the for pre, a minute. The pre credits, 
or like what would you the mid credits the mid credits yeah. yeah not doing a mid credits like I we said that, in the theater yeah. nice and easy mm-hmm. let I it think last you guys both kind of got what you wanted yeah. because yeah. they didn't do that mid credit they let it fade away and then the end credit was in the same tone mm-hmm. showing it was just showing us something Kobe else that happened too that's Nick like Fury disintegrating yeah we're yeah. going to need to know like well why did why is captain marvel showing up in avengers 4 and we just get a little quick thing like oh yeah. nick fury knows about captain marvel he has this we weird know fucking beeper nick... that still doesn't work how you would think yeah, it would what? it would have to be cuz it's from the 90s there would be a beeper Okay. Well, that's I the mean, movie takes place in the 90s and yes. Captain Marvel Having and Nick no Fury are main characters Captain in Marvel, it it's a little I'm weird speaking right. about myself like yeah. you know you are kind of like oh if this movie is, yeah. is from the 90s I mean, first I really thought they were going to bring in Adam Warlock in this goddamn movie he got for cut. a second they, there they like were yeah. they've said that like three times with Adam Warlock oh we were going to I mean he can come, he can come in the next one he's going to like they've yeah. set him up in what does he do two. what does he do that can you fucking he is just a beast of a dude and he's one of the only guys that's he's uh fucking famous that's uh you ready uh used the infinity gauntlet with all of the infinity stones in it in the comics mm-hmm. okay so thanos did not do that in the comics no thanos did that in the comics he's the only one of the other, only guy. other guys that like, did oh uh, okay gotcha so they've set him up at the end of volume two that they're naming him adam okay. at, with that remember after the that's sovereign called adam yeah, so yeah. And everybody thought that Peter Dinklage getting cast in the movie was going to be, um, I can't remember his name, I think it's Pip the Troll or something like that, and he's like a dude that like uh, like helps out Adam Warlock and stuff like that, and he's a dwarf. Sure. He's yeah. a troll. And so th- everybody thought that that's what was going to happen, because he died his hair red and He was better like used in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> he's very good in that. Yeah. So then, what's some background on Captain, Captain Marvel? Because yeah, I don't really, wrap it up. I, don't I know, really know too much I don't about know much her. about her. I know that she's very much linked to the scrolls a lot of the time, mm-hmm. which are the shape shifting green. And people. we're supposed to get those in Captain Marvel, yeah. Yeah, they're shape shifters that can pretty much be anybody, be anybody, turn into anybody. I mean, so, most importantly, the MCU is finally, finally gonna have a a female fronted like movie, right. like yeah. a woman in the lead. It's true. Like, is it true. directed uh, by? I don't know. Sure, we can look that. Diana's on yeah. it. So, what's her powers? Like, what does she do? It's just space superhero, basic uh, stuff. Strong flies. What's her origin? It's Superman. Uh, it's, a woman. it's kind of. It's got almost a lot like of, Superwoman. It's got a lot <laughs> of uh, Green Lantern in there, where it's like you know, like there's like this kind of like. Uh, Peace intergalactic force. not no not a peace force just like this intergalactic entity and it comes down to earth and it's it's uh originally the dude was like marvell was oh, wow. his name and what like the uh, cake well no the uh the it's directed by two people anna Bowden and ryan fleck and anna Bowden was a writer for half nelson and she was the director of it's kind of a funny story which Whoa, i like oh okay That's okay. Weird. yeah sure um and sugar Sugar. Oh my god. Which is the song from the trailer for It's Kind of a Funny Story. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think that's probably, that's going to wrap it for us. Yes. Yeah. Any yeah, closing thoughts good. here? I like this movie a lot. It was fun. I think this movie was a lot of fun. It was I fun think... and hard. It, it was, was fun, yeah. but it was also sad. It was yeah. very sad, but. Um, I can't wait to see it again. I want to yes. see it yeah. again. There's oh, a yeah. lot of good lines that I missed. I think I'm oh, hoping yeah. that some of the consequences that we see in this movie don't get. I hope they don't play it too safe on the next one. I hope yeah. they really keep that high stakes momentum. Yeah. I mean, if you they know? just retcon everybody back, it's just going to kind of be a bummer, yeah. right? But there's some that's they have a. We'll see. We'll I see. feel like that's inherent in like we've got like 
two real big deaths. Like Gamora and Loki are dead. I was going to say, Gamora and Loki are dead no matter what, even if everybody else comes back. People are ashed. And then in the next Avengers, we're going to get a couple more people real dead in the fight to like try and bring this all back. And when everybody finally does get put back together, it's going to be only the people that were affected by the snap are the ones that are brought back. And we're going to be left with, you know, Peter comes back, but he's like, where's... Where's Tony Where's, Stark or something? Oh, no, Peter Quill, sorry. Oh, sorry. Comes he's back like, and he's like, Where's Gamora? Right. And Thor's going to be like, Does that mean Loki's back? Like, no, this no. this does It's kind of like that whole idea where it's like, the They died. Oh, that's going to be rough. What's that thing where it's like people can be brought back from the dead, but only if it was like a magical death? Like, if it was a natural death, they can't be brought back. Like, if, I don't it, know. if like they die of old age. This is like a thing that's in the canon of some big series. And it's like, I can't remember what it Force is. Force ghost. What, I can't like remember. Harry Potter or <laughs> it's something. Narnia it's or something, something like, like that. Harry Potter. Uh, well, in Dragon Ball Z, the <laughs> Namekian like chief guy, yes. he dies on planet. That's Namek exactly what age. I was thinking of. Yes, you are absolutely right. Yeah. I was thinking of Dragon Ball oh, Z. It's Dragon Ball Z. Died. Yeah, because it's a natural death, Dragon and they can't. They can't. That break, makes yeah. perfect oh, sense. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball Well, Z. they do bring him back, I <laughs> think, but only for like a little bit because he's old. Yeah, and it's like they bring back because Namek gets destroyed. Right. And then yeah. they pass the like Tap the lead Namekian to Dende, okay. so okay. he can be the. Who would to fight Frieza or Superman? <laughs> Superman. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, Frieza might give him. Superman a, wins. I mean, Superman what are we talking about? Every fight. Thank you again for Captain listening America to another episode yeah, of Hot Takes. Because like, if it's Golden Frieza after he's done Holy like the shit. training that he does in Resurrection F, you're gonna like, have a little bit of a fight in there. But it's I mean, try. Like, <laughs> bye, Robbie. Bye, Diana. Bye. It's good day. Thanks again for listening to the episode of Hot Takes. Uh, thank you, Jack Kolejewski, for hosting. Thank you, Mike Bird, for hosting. Thank you, Diana DeMora, for hosting. And I'd like to give a big round of applause for myself for Bebe. also hosting. Thank you so much. Co-hosts assemble. This is not the only story stream podcast or even content that we make. We have a host of other podcasts and shows and things of the like. We also, you can buy a fucking t-shirt. Damn it. You just buy a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> He's very please, good at selling please, t-shirts. Please, please, please. Um, at storystreambeacon.com. Hey, you can also find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, story underscore screen underscore beacon. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Story underscore screen Twitter. Done. Nice. And we're on the Facebook, which is just Story Screen Beacon. Also, too, if I may, uh, we just started up a Vimeo account, and we're ah. uploading all of our old trailers and stuff like that that Very we've cut cool. together over the yeah. past three years that we've been operating on film exhibition. We've uploaded about 10 from the first year that we were operating. A lot of fun stuff. Go check it out. Uh, I think they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm, for all me, those, personally, those... looking back on things that I made, like that I edited... With people like four years ago, I'm like, geez. Some of those old like screener trailers that you made are, are masterful. They're yeah, so super find good. Us, find yes. us on Vimeo. We're under Story Screen is the name of our account. You can find us on there. All the all the all the trailers are just available for you to check out. Fun way to burn some time. Mike is being humble, but he did the majority of that work. Yeah. That's him. And it's He's very it is, but and it's, it's very cool. Mike has yeah. done some kick-ass work on there. Oh, thanks, guys. Anytime. You'd say I'm almost as good at editing as I am in knowing what's going to happen in Infinity War. Let's Wars. not get ahead of ourselves. Let's get. Let's. What did I say? Nobody likes. I told you so. No, no well, one does. Like I that. have a mustache, and so allow me to. Uh, somebody likes. I told you so. Slightly. He does. <laughs> and with that, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back with more soon. Thanos will return. Thanos will oh, return. So brutal. I mean, but seriously, Good Red night. Skull. How did that happen? Come on. Damn. How was I right with that? We're done. That was a shot Bye. in the dark. I'm gonna start talking about Dragon Ball again. I got it. I got it.
I got it. I don't Fade care out. where you go, Robbie. This is great. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. I'm your host, Jack Kolodzeski. Robbie Anderson. Oh, I'm your host. That's true. Fuck, man. Do. Zip, zap, stop. Well, you we know, gotta it take it again. <laughs> it wasn't we gotta take it again. You didn't zap. It's a lot of money. Put into those yeah, you did zap. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't zap. <laughs>